Today on Remy's Roundtable, the crew welcomes to the program, Ryan Toby from a very popular gospel movie, and of course, the five-minute professor to do his lecture and quiz. Remy's Roundtable covered your segments, and Florida news that's happening around in the state of Florida. So don't go anywhere, sit back, and relax, because you are now listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Enjoy. This one's for you Monday, Monday, September 7th in the year 2020. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Yeah, it's, it's Labor Day. Is there, I guess, yes, sir. Yes, dude, it I is, mixed up. There's Labor Day, there's Memorial Day, and then there's the tree one. Arbor Day. Arbor Day, yeah. And I always forget, like, I just remember as a kid, like, wait, which one do I get off school? Which one is about? Not the tree one. <laughs> and that always threw me off. And, there, and I, just, I just remember, like, even, like, five, six years old being like, this is the one we get the, we get off today, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, to end the program, guys, we, we'll do your, your segments. Uh, we'll be joined by the one and only, the five-minute professor. And uh, we're going to also be joined by Ryan Toby. You guys might recognize him from Sister Act 2. He, he was in a... Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg movie. Like so, like we mentioned earlier, and then you pull up his IMDb, and you're like, this you're like, dude has wow. produced everything. Pretty so, much, yeah. Cool. So welcome aboard, welcome aboard, everybody. My name is Remy, and always with me is my dangerous, my dangerous co-host, Steve Joy Mazant. Do I get a guitar solo now? Pretty much, you do. Yeah. Well, I'm here. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about that, guys. Coming up next, my dangerous co-host uh, Jimi Hendrix. Exactly. Welcome aboard, guys. My name is Remy Nall. with me. It's my dangerous co-host, the Joy Mazant. Take two, fam. <laughs> and, and our baking guru, Miss Mandy Wilcox. Hello. And guys, we have a surprise guest with us, my beautiful wife, Jen. Hi. So what's going on, everybody? How you guys doing? Dude, we got a full house today. This is rad. Yeah, we do, man. So, uh, has anything happened to you guys recently? Uh, anything spontaneous happened you, over dude, this weekend? As much as I want to say, like, this is normally the time of year where I get to say, like, oh, you're not going to believe what I did this week. You know, I was with a family at Epcot or Universal Studios. and It's just been, I, my gosh, it's, it's, it's just been a sea of Fortnite and Netflix. Like, that's, that's, yeah, there's it just... is the saddest theme park season ever. So it is. Honestly, did you if you yeah. saw the wait times today? So most of the people that I talk to, hang out with, and associate with are basically theme park employees. And the things that they were posting today, this is the first since this has all happened in whatever it would be February. February, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Universal was closed to capacity three days in a row. I saw that. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, and today they were closed to capacity. Now, I thought that meant like sixty thousand people. It's like it, uh, no, it's, it's like twenty-five 30. or thirty percent. Mm-hmm. So there's about 12 to 14,000 people I'd say in each park. The problem they're having is, do you, do you remember in the theme parks when you were waiting in a queue and they used to say, everybody please move as close to the person yeah. in front of you as possible. Yeah, you come close and I'll punch you, man. <laughs> now they have these six foot barriers set up. So 
if the ride was supposed to hold a thousand people, now it only holds 200 people. So those six foot barrier marks go all the way out. So the Rip Ride Rocket, they had to set up the, the Halloween Horror Nights barriers. Wow. And they filled that entire stage area with people oh that are waiting gosh. in line. It was, it was, it was rough. It man. was ballistic, right? And it's 108 degrees outside. Yeah. So now, at least if you're waiting in the queue, mm -hmm. you're around a bunch of smelly tourists, but you're in air conditioning and it's only, it's like, oh, it's 70, yeah, yeah. You're in that hot sun, you're just getting cooked, man. Yeah. I went to SeaWorld this weekend for beer fest. How was it? Oh, nice. So, I'm gonna be really honest, and I love SeaWorld. I love SeaWorld. It was probably the worst experience I've had at SeaWorld. Notably. Bomber. So, same thing, right? So they have beer fest. And this is not new to SeaWorld, they do it every year. They do it several times a year. Different festivals. And everywhere that they used to have places set up, it was kind of sporadic. All the waiting lines were right in the sun. There was no tent set up. There was no shade. Because they were so understaffed, because I don't know if you saw the news, but they just laid off a whole bunch of people. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, we're going to talk about that during the, uh, the theme park updates. But you could feel it being a guest there because the lines were so long and it took so long to get a drink or food or whatever you want. The customer service was not the way that it usually is, where people are ultra nice. How can I help you? What are you looking for? What can I get you? It was very short. And I think it's because it was hot. I think they're understaffed. I think people are sad that a bunch of their colleagues are gone. But it was, it was a tough day at SeaWorld. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. How bad were the wait times for the attractions? So, first of all, when you live by SeaWorld like I do, and you go to SeaWorld often, you're very used to hearing the roller coasters like. That like constantly that, yeah, yeah. and screaming yeah. mm -hmm. that's part of it there was nothing oh, I wow heard, so we were there probably two and a half hours i maybe heard two roller coasters go like two trails that's it and i don't know if it's because they had to clean it whatever some lines there were not existing because I, I don't know what they were doing but the one ride where you're in like a boat or whatever drawing to Atlantis. yes no not that one the one that, oh, uh, Infinity Falls. Yes, Infinity oh, Falls. Oh, the new one? The newest yes. one. Oh, that thing's sick. 135 minutes. Oh, Dougie! Like, nope. And you know what they're doing? <laughs> no. They're seating every seat. Yes. Well, right, yeah, and exactly. they have to clean every seat, oh. though, too. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and you watch the wait line, and it was the same But wait a minute, it's a right water ride. It, no, it's but it's in the sun. It's in the sun. It doesn't get disinfected. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There is one, there, the only good thing that has come of this in a theme park, and I mean the only good thing that has come of this is something that they should have done from the get-go. Ollivander's Wand Shop, each family gets their own show. That if works. If you've ever gone to Ollivander's Wand Shop, they pack yep. in about 24 people. Yeah. And there will be 20 kids all dressed as Harry Potter, ready to do this, and that wand keeper, I, a couple, I play cards with a couple of the wand keepers, <laughs> they said it is the worst thing in the world. They have to look that kid in the eye, standing next to five others that are all like, this is it, this is Choose my me. moment. Choose and me. he has to pick one. Oop. And all you see is those other kids either wanna cry, mm -hmm. they're miserable. Then they, they see the kid actually doing the thing and they're like, this is awesome, maybe I'm next. And then he goes, 
thank you, you may choose from other wands in the shop. And those kids are like, I want to do that. Right. So that's the only good thing that's come of this is now every family gets their own. And if you have two kids in the family that want to do it, they do the thing where they each cast two. And then they go, wait a minute. And he switches the wands and the kids, the light comes on. That's the only good thing that's wow. come of this. So before... I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Back to, like, the first time that I went to Harry Potter to Hogsmeade Hogsmeade and everything like that and went to Ollivander's was actually on a date with him. Oh, cool. It was awesome. It was, like, the first time he took me, he took me there and he had me close my eyes and the very first thing that I saw when we went into, um, the magical world. Precious moment! Was, was... Precious! The exact moment when the, when the, uh, dragon fire out at oh, you yeah. and that was the first thing that I it was saw. so cool right it was really cool that was I remember as an adult being like mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I remember as an adult us going into Ollivanders for the first time and thinking I really really wish I was one of the kids getting getting the 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 chosen being chosen uh, for the wand so they do it for adults and this is what's so funny is I the first time I ever went there was uh, my friend Andy um, it was her her sister and her mom, and uh, she worked at the Hard Rock with me. She was a host. And she's like, we need to go see the... It was when it just opened. It was the first year. I'm like, all right, let's go over there. We walk in, and I'm literally like stereotypical white trash, like sleeveless t-shirt, backwards ball cap, shredded jean shorts, boots. I'm just... I mean, it's just my day off. And I walk in there, and I think that the dude who played Ollivander was doing it on purpose, because he could <laughs> see that I wasn't... It's not that I was throwing shade, I was just disinterested. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in, in terms of the Harry Potter versus, you know, there are other things that I was a bigger fan of. So I, I was, I just wanted to kind of stand back and let the kids enjoy. So I'm just crossing my arms, and I think maybe maybe I had a couple of beers or something. Yeah. I, just, I was kind of mellow. I was like, and he could look at me and see that I wasn't feeling it, and he goes, you, sir! And I'm like, oh, crud. He Don't pulls pick me, me out, and he pulls me out, made me do the wand demonstration, and I'm just like, I bought the wand. <laughs> Thirty-six dollars later, I bought the damn one. All right, so when we get yeah. it did work for him. So let's we're, we're gonna jump into the sandwiches a little bit, but I got some for Mandy and for my dangerous co-host, Steve Drum and What'd you get, buddy? Joy is for you, and Mandy, this is for you as well. <laughs> Check it out. You went and had business awesome. cards made. That's right, bro. How dope is that, man? I like the font that you chose. Yeah. Um, we have a Facebook. We have a Twitter. Um, you have a Gmail and you got your phone, is your cell phone? That's my number, yeah. So if you guys want, so if you guys want to be a guest on our show, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, uh, our Gmail, cool. Gmail account, and uh, you guys reach us at my phone number, which is on there, and you guys can be a guest or a, uh, you know, whatever, yeah. You know what we like, we, we, uh, we like to promote local. We do. So if anybody out there is uh, a local uh, Brewery, comic com book shop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, arts, crafts, crafts that's it. yep. Please uh, hit us up. We'll get you in our little little ring of friends, and uh, once a month we'll have you come on and talk about what you do. Pretty uh, much. If you do anything in the theme parks that you are legally allowed to talk about, I don't, I don't need Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, yeah. to be like, hey, I got some behind the scenes stuff because he wouldn't. But um, <laughs> like if you're if you're a, if you're a, an hourly or a manager and you want to talk the talk, um. We are going to be hitting a couple of people up soon because it is going to be Oktoberfest soon. Let's do it. And uh, every year, my buddy Sky Conley over at the Big River Grill and Brew Works over at uh, Disney's uh, Boardwalk Resort, 
he taps a fresh keg of Oktoberfest, and they have a huge party. They bring out uh, bratwurst, and uh, they make it's a big pretzels, and there's a big to do. So we're gonna probably we're do going. That. So <laughs> we're definitely gonna, definitely going to that. Actually, while we uh, when we take our first commercial break, I'm gonna hit him up with a text. And awesome. See. Let's go. Do, let's go. Let's jump right into our segments. Here we go, guys. It's time for your theme park history. What do you got, bro? In 1984, Morocco debuted at Epcot as the very first World Showcase Pavilion. Really? Yeah. Morocco? Morocco was the very first one. I would not have guessed that. Who? I mean, it's not strategically next to anything. Like, if they would have said the UK, because it's there, or France, if they would have said Mexico or Canada. Well, right, because they're right there in the beginning. Yeah, right. But interesting. I thought, you know, I thought for it was the American Pavilion. I thought that was, like, the the main focus. Whenever we do an Epcot, when we do an Epcot-centric episode, um, I'll tell you about, I do... With my company, I do what we call the Epcot uh, uh, Drink Until You're Happy Tour. Let's do it! And we, we do the Tour of the World Showcase, and I tell you why each country is here and why it, what it's doing here. And it's, it's, it's learning and drinking. It's a lot of fun. But I got some funny stories about Morocco that will really blow your mind. Which country do you start with first? Oh, let's Mexico. do it. Yep. Mexico, thank, thank you. you. Uh -huh. There we go. You always start in Mexico. Yep. Always. You go to you go to Mexico. Cool. You have to get down to um, La Casa de Tequila before it gets busy. You get your yep. avocado margarita, yep. and that's how you start your day. Mm. Or a couple shots of tequila. I mean, why no, not? No, no, no. If you're gonna drink it every no. country, you have to do you beers. Have to do. Yeah. Sure, but y'all don't know, man. You all you know me about tequila. Tequila to me is like water. I can drink it. That's uh, not a problem. Uh, Florida. That's the only mm. thing. Exactly. <laughs> All right. In 1994, Disney's, Disney theme parks welcomed their one billionth guest. Wow. Yeah. So 1994, Disney theme parks like all across the world. All across the world. So it took 50 years to get to that point. Yeah. That's amazing. Or, no, 60, 40 years, 30 years to get to that point. That's pretty rad. In 1998, Mr. Toad took his very last wow. wild ride Close one last now. time in Fantasyland at Walt Disney World. That is my absolute, anywhere on Disney property, that's my favorite ride. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is my favorite ride anywhere in the world. It's my favorite Disney ride. And I, and I was actually went on that ride like before a shutdown. It was an awesome, awesome they attraction. Still, they still have it in Disneyland and it's untouched. It's well, that's good. Ride. It's so cool, bro. Here's your here's your fun fact of today. When Fred Moore animated Mickey Mouse in the Fantasia segment, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, he drew the character for the first time with eyes and had pupils. Okay, so when was Fantasia? 70s? Yeah. Yeah, mid late 70s. Late 70s, yeah. So it took us 40 years for Mickey to get a like regular eyes. Regular eyes, yeah. yeah. That's rad. Yeah. yeah that's Interesting. Uh, here and uh, a pill bug. You guys know what a pill bug is? Yeah, you, you, you touch them, they get into a little ball and little then you around here. They're not really a bug. Huh? They're a crustacean. Ha! <laughs> Wait a minute. So a pill bug is neither a pill nor a bug. <laughs> no, it's just yeah. a land dwell. It's a land dwelling crustacean. What <laughs> if it tastes like shrimp? Ew. I'm gonna say yeah. no. Yeah, no. Maybe it tastes like a peanut. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Call> you. <laughs> here's, your, here's your quote of today. This is from an American author named uh, John Burroughs. Uh, leap and the next leap and the next will appear. Huh. So if you're going to find an American author, you couldn't find like a Smith or a Miller exactly. or a Jones. You found Burroughs. It is Burroughs. Oh, okay, Burrow. now it makes sense. Yeah. So, guys, it is time for Joey. Oh, uh, what I get? Joey, it's time to go. It's time for us to go to beer school. Oh, rock and roll! And dude, who's, uh, here, who is beer? Who is beer school brought to you by? As always, we want to give a special thanks to the Crooked Can Brewery in Winter Garden, Florida, down on um, 
Vine Street down. West Plant uh, Street. West Plant Street, Vine Street's the other side. Good Lord, this is me sober. Give me that beer. Um, <laughs> thank you, kid and brother. Oh, dude, this is oh, good. I just had a couple of these. Wait, no. no sugar that. added, gluten-free, vegan. We are going to have Aces Pineapple Craft Cider. Oh, you got a second one? Bro, you don't have to get all this. We'll dude, dude, we'll, we always gotta do our second beer. Oh, cool. Passion of the Heights Hibiscus Wheat Ale. Ooh. Interesting. It's so we had to go, yeah. so the reason why I picked that out, I picked this out because yeah. this is the same company that did the cucumber. This is the same company that did the cucumber. Uh, Hyphenweizen. And now we're gonna do the Florida Avenue that's out in Tampa. So we got that. And guys, we have my favorite cider. Uh, it's called Ace Joker, which is a, uh, it's a dry, I'm sorry, yeah, Ace Joker uh, cider. It's a uh, premium cider, which is like really, really, really dry. And if you have like four or five balls of these, you will be on your butt the entire night. I'm sorry, but this, I mean, it, I mean, it has, it, I'll take it, that challenge. It's five percent. It's five yeah. percent. It's five percent alcohol. So it's. Jeez. It's good. I like it. <laughs> Let's be honest. Is the reason that it, that you like it so much because it looks like it has an ace, like an ace of spades? Yes. On yes. You got that. That's, that's, that's the reason why. You know, I do know you really well. You do. But here's here's the thing. Like, but the reason why I got I picked this up is because it does look like. You know, playing card for one and poker. There you go. Yeah. And ace. I mean, who doesn't? Who can not? Who can I agree to? I love. Let, let's say, let's call it ace. I mean, that's a good beer. But that one, I can't wait to try it out. I'm sorry, the ace is a cider, and this one is from Florida Avenue, so it's outside of Tampa. Man, Joe, I'm doing your segment for you, man. <laughs> so what we got here is, well, first off, you got to tell me about the beers more than three seconds before you introduce me, because. Well, <laughs> uh, but I love you. Go <laughs> no, it's uh, Passion of the Heights, refreshing hibiscus wheat ale. Not bad. 4.7% alcohol by volume. Uh, the style is herbal wheat or hibiscus wheat. The flavor profile is fruity spiced. I'm looking forward to that because I'm trying to, I, I, I'm looking for, it is cinnamon. I was going to say, that's funny, they did it for me. I'm like, there's got to be, for something to be fruity and spiced, it's got to have cinnamon. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what's in it. Cinnamon, hibiscus, lemon peel, orange peel, and rose hip. So this, what we got here is, uh, thank you to, of course, Tampa, uh, the brew bus in Tampa, Florida. Uh, they're on North Florida Avenue. They also do, if you've ever had uh, You're My Boy Blue, and it's on the cover of it. It is a keg that has a bus that drives around. Absolutely love it. Um, go give them a shout out. Uh, their social media is exactly what it sounds like. Everything is Florida Avenue Brewing Company. So we have a Passion of the Heights Herbal Wheat Ale. Let's give these a shot, shall we? Yes, Let's do it. We'll do. She's a teacher. She's drinking. And guys, thing. and guys, beer school, beer school has, has once again been brought to you by the crew over at the Crooked Camp Brewing Company in beautiful Winter Garden, Florida. You can find them. You can find all their social, all their social media. You double fisting. I'm double fisting, man. Okay. Heck yeah. You can find all their social media on their website at crookedcan.com. Or if you guys want to take a awesome brew tour, reach them. Reach them yeah, at four zero seven three nine five nine five. Two zero. Once okay. again, once again, that's four zero seven three nine five nine five two zero. All right, so let's go ahead and take a couple. We'll do the we'll do a, a sip rule. So we take a sip, and then Joy is going to ask us some questions about it, and then we'll uh, we'll give it we'll give it a rating. So let's go ahead let's, let's go ahead and do a uh, the the first couple of sips of uh the the Florida Avenue Passion, Passion of, of, of the, the Heights. heights. It's, it's a it's weak clever. ale. All right, let's see sip. Now remember what we're trying to get here is we are looking for Whoa. the, how does it hit you? The drinkability. So go ahead. First, Rem, uh, yeah. on a scale of one to 10, 
just based on the drinkability. Does this remind you of beer? Does this taste like a beer? Yeah. It right. definitely does taste like a beer, man. Right, so, I mean, it's a wheat ale, I mean. But what I'm saying is, is this what you want? Like, if I was going to tell you, we're going to grab a beer. Yes. You read my mind. Yeah. I was yes. saying the same thing. If, I'm, if, I, if somebody tells me, if, if a perfect stranger, I'm sitting in a bar and someone goes, hey, I'm having a beer. Do you want one? And I say, yup. And he just buys me a beer. I always assume a beer is going to taste like an amber or a pilsner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I always, because that's what a beer is yeah. to me. You know, or a lager, you know, like when you have a cider, that's not a beer to me, that's a cider. Yeah. Yeah. When you have a sour, that's not a beer to me, that's a sour. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. They're all good and they all have their place. But, excuse me, oh good, good, good. Working, <laughs> I got bubbles coming up. Um, when I think of a beer, this doesn't make me think of a beer. This, yeah. this feels Honey like, and tea. yes, yeah. it really, wow. Like, I feel like if I had a sore throat, I could heat this up with lemon and it, my sore throat would go away. <laughs> I know, yeah. it still has like that, I'll do that. that yeasty mm-hmm. flavor that beer has. But it, it but automatically, automatically I taste the flower, yeah. the floral, I taste the cinnamon. The hibiscus? I don't and taste the cinnamon. Well, yeah, I'm not tasting the hibiscus. flavor of the cinnamon, but it's hitting my tongue yeah. like yeah. if I suck yeah. on like a cinnamon stick if I'm eating mm-hmm. a And definitely, apple like, there's like a flavor. Yeah. It's it's amazing. I mean, so let's I, go, like, I like it. Let's go to the wife. She seems to know, she knows what she's talking about. Tell us good things. On First off, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being water and 10 being beer, where does this fall for you? Where does this hit you on the scale? See, I'm a stout drinker. That's a thing. That's a that's a beer. That's what I'm saying. I'm with exactly. you on that. Exactly. So like, I like milk stouts. I like chocolate stouts. Cool. This is not my typical beer, but I would actually drink this because it has that tea flavor to it. So it doesn't make me feel like I'm drinking this nasty. Water. So that's that's yeah. question. Coffee. You're you're nailing it. That's question number two. Question number one. On a scale of water to beer, does it taste like a beer? All right, you're not bad. All not right, bad at all. But on a scale of one to ten, what is the redrinkability of this? Like, you enjoy it. Yes. After you finish this one, would you jump into another, or would you no. grab some? There you go. So on a scale of one to ten, how drinkable is this beer? Um, in that, would I drink it again? Yeah. Um, not one right after the other. No. But because. So then I that mean, would fall at more of a. Yeah, like a. So like you can wait. I would pick so. this up if I had friends coming over and they weren't beer drinkers. Okay. Thank you. There we go. Yeah, All right. That's exactly what Here, I try say. this. It's not like it's a real not beer. like yeah. yeah, it's not like an IPA. So it's good. I would drink it. I wouldn't buy it and stock it in my house. And it's not so, like a meal kind of a beer. Right. Yeah, like this is a dessert beer. Yeah. You, yeah. I would I would drink this with sure. For sure, yes. So is there so is there a thing called fake beer? Yes. It's, it's not a Nice. <laughs> nice. Damn, man, you're all repping the cider now. Oh, Come on now. I'm not judging. Anytime I see somebody drinking O'Doul's, I assume that either A, you were in prison at one point. Yeah. Okay. Or You're B, pregnant. you got so. Oh, I didn't think about that. Right? Oh, I, I say that wow. I had a friend when she was pregnant. She drinks beer a lot, and so when she was pregnant with her first child, she would have us buy her O'Doul's so that when we would do stuff socially, it felt like, felt like she, she was, was a part of it. Yeah. That's. And I would say, or B, I feel like you have so many DUIs that you just don't want to tempt fate. Like you're an alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. But you want to function. Yeah. It's like I just. That's my thing. I just can't. Like I. I don't think anybody drinks. A, be- a beer beer. Like, nobody drinks Budweiser because they love... I shouldn't say... I would assume most people don't drink Budweiser because they like the flavor. They like Budweiser because it's a beer and it's what they know and they're going to drink it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You're so, not wrong, sir. It's like, like, like I put Budweiser and Coors and Miller Lite and like all of those like like the Anheuser-Busch-esque kind of beers as like... Those are the beers you 
buy to stock your fridge yeah. when you're having mm -hmm. a bunch of people over and they like beer and they don't really care. Yeah, yeah Speaking pretty of much. Which, am I judged for drinking PBR? No, no, not at all. No, I appreciate it. No, I Why? love PBR, and you can get it super cheap. Yep, you can. <laughs> if we, if this show ever goes to Vegas, we'll go to the PBR Rock Bar on the Strip. Oh, they, they let you ride a mechanical bull, and that's where they have the thirty dollars Bloody Mary yes. that has the inside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do. on a scale of one to ten, does this feel like a beer? I'm gonna go with a four. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, re-drinkability of this beer. Um, like I said before, I wouldn't buy it for myself necessarily, but I would drink it again, not one right after another. I'll give it a seven re-drinkability. Nice. So, I guess what, what, what we're getting from this is, it's not a bad beer, it's just not a, I'll tell you what it is, it's a bad beer, it's a great wheat ale. Wheat ale, yeah. Like, when I think of beer, I don't think of this. But if somebody was like, oh, you should try this lovely floral hibiscus wheat ale, I'd be like, all okay. right, uh, take off your golf cap there, millennial, and uh, let me see what you got. All right. We have to understand that this is, and if, and if somebody uses nodes of persimmon and IPA in the same sentence mm -hmm. ever again, I'm unfriending them for life. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> like, I love that, like, it, it, like what the dude that sits down, he's like, so we're going to do a beer tasting at my house? And I'm like, and to me, that just means we're just gonna get drunk. Right. Pretty much. We're going to do a beer tasting at my house. And I'm like, oh, okay. And we sit down and they're pouring the beer out like we're at SeaWorld doing beer school. Oh. And they're like, let me tell you what I think about this. And I'm like, what I think about this is you didn't graduate high school. So maybe you should stop having beer parties and maybe go back to the TV. Exactly. So, Joy, you didn't answer my question, man. I'm, I'll give you my rating. You what do you got? All right, so for me, does it remind you of a beer? It does remind me of somewhat of a beer. Okay. Would I drink it? The thing is, I would get, I would get, I would give us a, uh, I would, I would give us a five. I would give us a five. All right. What redrinkability? Would I drink it again? I'll give it a four. Yeah. To drink it, to redrink it again. So I just, we're all on the same yeah. page with it. It's not, and and nobody do not, it. no, nobody hates it, and don't, don't let this be a bad judge of the Florida Avenue Brewing Company because they, every beer company has those one-off beers that they're trying something new. This to me isn't a session beer. This is a if I'm over at your house and you said, do you want a beer? I assume you'd give me a beer. If, I, if I'm over at your house, this is the beer that I would like you to introduce to me by name. Hey, yep. so I got beer in the fridge. I also have this hibiscus wheat ale. Do you want to try it? And I'd be like, oh, okay. rad, I'm down. I would drink it and be like, okay, I, I powered through this one. Good. This is good. I'm <laughs> good. But see, dude, I know your beers very well. That's mm -hmm. the thing, man. I know your beers. I know what the beers you like. I know the beers that my drink, my wife drank. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and now I know the beers that Manny drinks. So there you go. No, I'm, I'm a Those sour guy. Those are not guy. the beers that she drinks. No, no. but you get what I'm saying. I'm a sour guy. Well, duh. They had, um, I was at uh, Publix today picking some stuff up, and I got super excited. Apparently, Publix just got a contract with Wicked Weed. Nice. Whoa. That stuff is so good. What is this? <gasps> Wicked, Wicked Weed is good. It's my, God bless her. I know you're, you're listening, Mom. Um, she bought me, so I collect beer tap handles. Yeah. She actually went to the Wicked Weed Brew. I can't believe I said that right. Wicked Weed Brewing, yeah. And she toured the brewery with her husband. And at the end of the brewery tour, she's like, my son's impossible to buy Christmas presents for. So I just tell her not to buy me anything and I'll come hang out and we'll go out and eat. She's like, I bought you a tap handle. I was like, cool. This thing came and it's wicked weed and it's got like all these flowers come off and Whoa. stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's so it's cool. So but she, um, it was so cool of her. I'm like, and then she did it again. She went and toured another brewery and 
Yeah, because oh, yeah, no, keep, keep going, keep going. We, we, I'm going to tour another brewery, or she toured another brewery, and all of the tap handles at this brewery are um, thick mermaids, I believe is the What? Yes. Yeah. They're, they're, they're mermaids. I need they're one like, of those. I've got I, a good friend who would really appreciate that. I'll bring it whenever so, we get So, Joy, it. I take it that's uh, Beer School, right? That's Beer School. All right, we got cool. coming up next. So, we have a special guest. So, guys, uh, we just want to give uh, one last shout-out to the crew over at the Crooked Can Brewing Company in beautiful Winter Garden, Florida, right there off of West Plant Street. Uh, for doing beer school with us. If you guys would like more information, check them out at crookedcan.com or for more information, you guys can give them a call at 407-395-9520. Alright, so let's go ahead. It's time for our celebrity birthday game. It's time, it's time for the three of you to go head to head for our, for our celebrity birthday game. Here we go. Happy birthday to Kevin Love from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Is he currently playing? He is currently playing still. He's um, got to be like 20. 27. 27 from Mandy. Joey. I said 20. I didn't. I think that has a shelf life. 20 from Joey and 32. Jen. On the money, 32 years old. Dang, man, he's a senior. Happy, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday from Saturday Night Live, Miss Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones, oh. to this day, my favorite appearance of her is still on the league. Whenever she's in the improv class with Andre, yeah, and he's oh, like, yeah. she's hysterical. She though, crushes right? it. She's, I know she's fifty something. She's fifty. All right, Joy says, Joy says fifty. She's Mandy, 50. I was gonna go forty-five. Forty-five and Jen. <laughs> she is fifty-three years old today. Fifty-three. Stop looking at the laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Take your glasses. Look. Stop looking yeah. at. <laughs> Stop looking at a woman. Like, you know I'm blind without my glasses. Alright, happy birthday to this guy. You guys might recognize him from uh, Final Destination, Little Giants, and he played Casper, the friendly girl. Ah! <laughs> he literally invented that blonde haircut where every little boy had yes. to have that blonde so haircut. Between him and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. That's true. So happy birthday to Devin Sawa. Um, Casper was 90s, 30 years later, 10. He's got to be 44. 44 for Joey. Mandy? I'm going... That movie came out. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. I'm going 40. What Four. did you say? 44. I'm going to go 40. 40 for Mandy and Jen. 42. On the money, 42 years old. <laughs> she split us in half, damn it. Yeah, she did. Happy birthday. Those to... are those dirty tricks that they play on The Price is Right. Yes. <laughs> happy oh, happy birthday to Gloria Gaynor. Oh. oh. I will survive. Mm -hmm. 73 for Mandy. Joey. 70. 70 for Joey. 74. 74 for Jen. And Gloria, Gloria Gaynor is 76 years old today. That's wild. We were close. 76. Yep. And finally, happy birthday to this actress from American Pie and Scary Movie, Miss <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon which, Elizabeth. Oh, which I met her. Meh. I met her at Spooky Empire. That interview she gave like was tremendous. Where they were like, the because the National Lampoons, um, that whole that yeah, franchise. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, it's so funny when she's like, "Look, what do you want me to tell you? We're gonna put you in a national film. Here's a list of all the celebrities you're gonna be with. By the way, you're gonna be naked. So cool." She's cool. like, I guess. And I'm just like, it's so funny when you read some of these interviews that they made the, they tell these kids like, "Yo, you're gonna have to do this," and that's life. And it's pretty like, much. So how, so how old is uh, Shannon Elizabeth today? She looks a decade younger than me, but she's actually about a decade older than me. That's so 44? 44 for Joey, Mandy. 
I'm gonna go 40. 40 for Mandy. Jen? 42. She is 47 years old today. Oh, 47. Uh, guys, coming up next, we'll be joined by the one and only, the five-minute professor. Uh, he's going to give us a, our lecture and our quiz, which I have no clue what it's Did going to be on. He didn't, tell us, he didn't tell us nothing, man. All right. He's going to surprise us. So hopefully, guys, we'll be able to pass this quiz and uh, hopefully we get a huge A on the lecture. <laughs> It'll be the first time. It'll be the first time ever. Uh, thank you, uh, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Welcome back, guys, to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. So apparently, we all want to get tattoos tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We all want to get tattoos tomorrow. Uh, welcome back, guys. My name is Remy, and always with me is my dangerous co-host, the Joy Mazant. I'm thinking I want a dragon tattoo, but I want the dragon to have a big old, you know, American flag, American dragon. I want a dragon that says Mom. Yeah, dragon Mom. Dragon Mom. Mom. Dragon that's right. And always with us is our baking guru, the uh, our baking guru, Miss Mandy Wilcox. Hello, I'm here. You're Athena. That's Hello. right. And we also have my wife Jen with us today. Hello. And guys, you guys know what time it is. It's time for. It's time to rise above the butt jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn something. This is the five-minute professor. Greetings and salutations, Professor. How are you doing today? Uh, very well, uh, Mr. Remy and company. Yeah, well said. Yeah, we um, we the, the the podcast has been changed to Remy's Roundtable. It sounds sophisticated and important and classy, and that's what we're told. <laughs> Okay, I believe you. Uh, excellent. <laughs> oh, that's huge. If we got the professor's blessing, then we're on point. Well done, sir. We're good. <laughs> so what have you been up to this so past month? Been, well, I've been doing a lot of things okay. staying busy. Good. But more importantly, it means there are people here that I don't know. Yes. Yes, sir. So Mandy what? is actually a, uh, as a sponsor for uh, Remy's Roundtable. I, uh, I found her... On uh, Facebook, Instagram, and I heard her on a primetime kitchen with the one and only uh, Jim Colbert. So I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and give her. Let me go ahead and give her a call because I, I she mentioned one thing on her her Facebook page, and it was whoopie pies. And I'm like, oh dear God, she has the most delicious whoopie pies. That's not a euphemism you're telling me. <laughs> I was honestly I was just about to ask him, like, Professor might not be old enough to remember. Do you remember the Whoopie Pies, Professor? How old do you not think I am? <laughs> okay, everybody leave. Leave, yeah. leave. Just leave the studio. Just no, leave. Because me and the professor are the same age. That can't be true, Joey. No, of course it is. 
When'd you graduate? High school or Oh, well, that's a different question. I was a bad student. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's... Um... Back frequently. <laughs> Not counting summer school. I graduated school. from high school in 1981. Get the... Nuh-uh. Yeah? 1981. Okay, so you graduated about a year before I was born. That can't be right. <laughs> Sorry, professor. No, it doesn't. That I, can't be right. It is quite all right. No, it's not. I don't no. mind people thinking I'm younger than I am. Yes. It's it's got to be the it's got to be the the Hoovian way you you appear with with your perfect hat and tweed jacket and his bow ties. Damn it, that we doesn't make sense to me. Doctor. Who, right? I need you to tell. Yeah, Hoovian. Yeah, not not like Hoovian. Google who isn't doctor. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I don't want you to. Know, I don't. I don't mean you look like like a guy who hates Christmas whose heart grew three sizes that day. I mean you look like. We'll Dr. give you like a David Tennant or maybe a Matt Smith. I, I was thinking more though that I like roast beast. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. Doctor. You're the best. So tell us good things. What I have no idea what we're talking about today. Remy doesn't know. I mean, no, no one doesn't. does but me. Oh, excellent. Oh boy. So today I want to talk about something which is essentially summer to me. Okay. Okay. Do you have a favorite summertime snack? Ooh. I I have a couple. I have a couple. Well, let's start with the let's start with the top of the baking food chain. Yeah. What do you think? Oh man, my favorite summer food. Snack is definitely watermelon. That's a great summer snack. Agreed. Um, mine is gonna be. I like watermelon too, but I like it in vodka form. So I'm gonna say watermelon vodka was gonna be my summer snack. Okay, that's. <laughs> so you got a fruit exactly and a vegetable. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of a better one, I'm sure. Donna. Uh, my favorite thing, especially when I was a kid, was popsicle. Popsicles. Okay. And Remy. That sounds. For me, the go-to snack for me on a summer day will be mango. I love mangoes. Oh, oh, dude! Oh my gosh! I just thought of the the friggin' those friggin' disgusting sherbet bars that the ice cream man would bring, where the <laughs> where the, the eyes were bubbled up. No, 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 the ones where it would be like Spongebob or a Ninja Turtle, and, and it, was, gumball. it was a sherbet bone, there were two oh, gumball eyes, but the yes. gumballs always broke your teeth. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and when I was 10, I had a conspiracy theory that the ice cream people were in bed with the dental association. <laughs> <laughs> Those were my favorite, dude. I used to eat the, oh my gosh. I used a screwball. What's a screwball? It's, it's, yeah. okay, it's, a so screwball. it's a pink sherbet-y thing with a gumball on the bottom. And it's like, okay, it's like a, a yeah. It looks Never like heard that before. It was kind of chewy. Yeah. Really? It was weirdly chewy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, sure it was a little, little yeah. chewy. All right. No more. Professor, what was yours? Yes. Well, no, it's interesting you should bring that up. No, I'm just, I'm trying to extend your 10-year-old worldview. <laughs> oh, boy. So as a 10-year-old, you believed that the ice cream people were in bed with the dentist people. But then when you were 18, and I know this is a fact, you started directing films where the dentist people were literally in bed with the ice cream people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it ranks up there with Debbie Does Dishes. <laughs> uh, I, wanna, I just want to take the professor out and drink beer with him. I love it. We'll do it, man. Well, let's do it indeed. Mm -hmm. But first, for me, growing up, it was close to your uh, 
weird gummy concoction things, but I predate those. Uh, I liked creamsicles. Oh, oh, red. oh red. yes. Those are good. And the orange creamsicle oh. is like the best thing. Until I came to, you guys probably didn't have Joseph's children's aspirin when you grew up, but I had Joseph's children's aspirin with a really chalky thing, which tasted kind of orangey. I remember that. Like a creamsicle. Okay. As I've grown older, I have developed a more, we'll call it refined palate. Just because that sounds snobby. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the term that the cool kids are using now is bougie. Bougie, yes. bougie. Yeah. Bougie lit. <laughs> you... I, I have a bad experience with people using that expression and it oh, hurts oh. my heart, so Never I'm not mind. gonna do it. No, that's all right. All right. That's all right. Bougie's out of the you, question. You are still on fleek, Professor. Is that that's no, out of the question too, course. man. <laughs> that's out of the dictionary, man. So So for me, gelato. Oh, gelato. Oh, I gelato. Prefer gelato over ice cream. Nice. Good, good call. Man, you are one classic. Do you guys professor. have any gelato experience? Any gelato experiences at all? Yeah. Yes. Yes. My gosh, yes. one of the best gelato I've ever had in my life is over at the Portofino by Universal Studios. There's a there's it's attached to the Starbucks. The building next to it is only it's a gelataria or whatever. Oh wow, that was delicious, dude. I think my my gelato experience was has to be at Epcot over by the the Italy Pavilion. Oh, yeah. Right over there, they had, they had okay. a little they had a little small food food cart. It was right there, and they only served gelato. There's a there's a killer one in Vegas too at Caesars that I like, but. So what about you, Professor? What what brought on your love of gelato? Well, I haven't heard anything from the ladies yet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, ladies first. <laughs> All right, the, the baker. This, this is going to sound bougie, but I actually <laughs> oh, went boy. to Italy three years ago, and I toured each city that I was in in gelato. That's amazing. Wow. It nice. was the most delicious experience. Hmm. And note to self, note to everybody, when in Italy, you cannot go wrong. It doesn't matter what gelato you eat, they are all delicious. That's fantastic. That's great. <laughs> Darling? Okay, so I have a very limited experience with gelato. Um, I'm more of an ice cream girl, but my favorite probably has to be Whetstone's. It's a, a Florida brand. Okay. Whetstone's chocolate has the gelateria in their, um, in their chocolate, near their, next to their chocolate factory in St. Augustine. So that's Those are all place. great experiences. And Mandy, I think mine mirrors yours. Oh. oh. The best gelato I ever had in Rome. Oh, we were walking away from the Vatican. We could not find the place we were looking for. Yep. I'm embarrassed to say what it was. <laughs> The Trevi Fountain. It's not hard to find. <laughs> wow. I love it. But we were frustrated, and we found this little gelatory, and it is the best gelato I've ever had. Yeah. It's wow. changed my life. Agreed. I've... I can still picture all of it. All of it that I ate, I can picture every single one in every single city. It was just, it was too much. I, I have a theory, though, with, I feel like with gelato, it's, very similar to like barbecue. Yeah. Like the smaller and sketchier the building, the better the food is. Oh yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Right. I don't doubt that. That's and it. I'll take it a step further. You didn't mention my favorite gelato place in Disney. Where? 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 Oh, oh, let me take a guess. What? France. 
Oh yeah, oh, dude. Wow. Like, yeah. The they got their own building now. Mm -hmm. That's right. They had to yeah. move the building back because the dessert place was so big. Now it's back behind the wine place. Really? Oh yeah, that's rad. Wow. Okay. Oh, professor, you and me going drinking around the world, bro. No, I'm in. Yes. Hey, all right. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a, this will be a fun podcast yeah, yeah. episode to do at Epcot. <laughs> It'll start with us making sense, and by by drink thirteen, we're like, let me tell you about the Pope. Let me tell <laughs> you about this. <laughs> so, so for those of you who don't know what gelato is, and I feel that this group knows gelato. Of course. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Here's what it's definitely not. It's not Italian ice. Nice. That's really? Parade no, no, or hey, syrup, hey. ice, maybe some egg whites. Brilliant. Definitely not Italian ice. Hmm. That makes sense. Okay. It's also not sorbet or sorbetta. Oh. Which has no dairy. Yeah. And sorbetta, by the way, comes from the Italian words for to eat and drink simultaneously. It is also not a word which I frequently mispronounce. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well done, sir. Sherbet. 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 There's only one R. Sherbet. Wait a minute. I, I come from yeah. a place. It's sherbet. Where it's sherbet. Where R's are kind of optional. Yeah. I didn't know that. But it's yeah. sherbet. Oh, dude. And it's a similar term. Sherbet comes from the Arabic. Huh. It's definitely not shaved ice with syrup. It's not a snowball or a snow cone. But more importantly, the thing which it's not is the thing which wants to be it. It's not ice cream. Ah, yeah. that's or true. Or iced cream. Or Italian ice cream. <laughs> Gelato has lower butter fat than ice cream. Interesting. Whoa. Typically as low as like 10%. Oh, wow. Whereas ice cream is 18 to 46%. Damn. Gelato yeah. is also served warmer. Mm -hmm. So it's not as cold or as frozen. That's why it's but Gelato is denser. How? More flavorful, less, really less sugar. Oh, okay. Because there isn't as much fat to overcome. But there's really less what's called overrun. Overrun is the term for air that gets whipped into ice cream. Hmm. Now gelato is made predominantly in small batches. Even today, half of all gelato in Italy handmade in small batches. Wow. Now a new podcast, which I've started doing since we talked last, oh. which is the photographer and the professor. The photographer is a guy named Bill Gardner, who made small batch ice cream on Martha's Vineyard for six summers in a row. Wow. That's right. Totally different, but these stories are great. Gelato is typically heated so you can blend the ingredients and to pasteurize it, uh, if you get egg custards, they can be used as stabilizers. And you can get pretty good gelato here in Florida. But I have never seen anything like what I had in Rome. <laughs> but uh, 407 Gelato, which is in Maitland near where I live. Oh. Uh, gelato de Go, which is on South Park Ave. Mm -hmm. in Winter Park. And I mean South South Park, yeah. Like okay. almost a 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, wow. It's oh, really South Park, yeah. I know where that is. I know where that is. But my favorite <laughs> is the ones I get to take home. Talenti is really, uh, really good yeah. job. That's good, too. And I like how they package it. 
trapped in those plastic containers with a screw tongue. And you can see it. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. You, you can, can see, see it. it. Yep. Yeah. You know, you're not getting absolutely right stuff. What was it, Jen? What was the place? Nope. What was what was the place uh, that it's has Louis at Universal? Louis. All right, we'll come back. I don't want to interrupt. Yeah, we'll yeah, come yeah, back yeah. to that. We'll full circle that because now I. Oh, I'm trying to think of it. Oh, nice. All right, so gelato dates back to ancient Egypt and Rome. Oh wow! They would bring snow down from the mountains. They would store it underground, and the snow would be mixed with fruits and cream. The earliest manufacture of gelato, so as opposed to small batches, manufacturing dates to 1686. Wow. And the oldest gelateria in Roma is Giolatti, a shop that opened in 1890. Oh my God. And the very first gelato parts date back to the early 1920s, the far northern town of Varese. Are we huh. ready for the questions? Yeah. Yeah, let's My do it. Gosh, I now but I will but, say that I, what I would love is one of the greatest documentaries I've ever seen is The Men Who Made America. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was one of the best things I've ever seen. I would kill to see The Men Who Made Italy and I guarantee like this dude might be in there cuz this is all like that, you know what I mean? That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd kill to see like some dude be look at the my spaghetti. It's <laughs> <Wait>. So <laughs> my ice cream will kick the shit out of you. Yeah. I'd love to see that. <laughs> so Jen, you said that there's a gelato place at Universal Studios. It's an Italian restaurant that has gelato. Louis. Where's Louis? Okay, so Louis you know the, the you know the window that place. when you walk uh, oh, the pizza place. The pizza right, place. Right, yeah. New, okay, I know where that is. Yeah, that, right that, little, that little window. It's where right the, the the fast and the you got to be kidding me is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. All right, professor. The, um, the mummy ride. No, yeah. it's no, it's right across the street. It's yeah. right across the street from the turkey leg, the turkey leg stand. It's right, right there. Wait, well, we're still in gelato mode. Professor, lay it on us. Let's talk Let's gelato. All right, here we go. We're gonna have eleven questions. Perfect. All right. Here's question number one. By the way, ladies, they need you badly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, they do. They know. We're failing. The I'm here. We're failing. <laughs> they have never gotten better than a C minus. Oh. We, we lucked out because we have a baker and a teacher, so this is good. There yep. it is. Round right. one. Varese <laughs> is home to the first gelato car and the boot making company, Fibrum, who suggested that you should give what animal a chance in the 1980s? So in their advertising, they said, give what animal a chance? I'm going to the name of an animal. Cow? I'm going to say, give, go ahead, we'll go. Yeah, yeah, we'll, first we'll, we'll go the ladies first, Jen. I'm going to say cows. Oh, yeah. that, so it's not leather. Correct, I think that's Let's what see she's where you're going. going on that. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right, so not leather. Uh, no, 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 that's what she's saying. Is that what you mean? So it's not cows? It's not cows. Man, Mandy. I'm gonna say goat. It is not goat. It is smaller. Joey. Than a goat. Smaller than a goat. Give such and such a chance. Every time you say that, I'm a music guy. I keep thinking, give peace a chance. I'm like, what could this <laughs> give be? peace a chance? No, okay. No, no, no. Peace isn't an animal. Right so like... number of syllables. Oh, oh, oh. So it's a small animal, one syllable. That's... Give. Go ahead, Remy. I'm gonna say squirrel. Squirrels too silly. Smaller. Squirrels too! Dang it! Give, Squirrel. Give oh, yeah. smaller than a squirrel. I'm just gonna say rat. Yeah. <sighs> so close. Mouse. It's mouse. Mouse. Give an ant a chance. Ant! Yes. A chance. Wow. What the? Why? Because it, it had really big treads. 
so there was space for it to be missed by the soul. Oh, dude, wow. The, vibram, the vibrams are the ones that were the, yeah. the five-fingered uh-huh. toes. Yeah. I, oh, my God. Man. All right, keep going, Professor. We blew it. We're All going. Right, so, so it was given ants a chance. All right, question number one. All right, question number two. All 20,000 species of ants are members of the order Hymenoptera and are all evolved from what flying insect, which is known in Italian as Vespa? Mandy? Oh, crap. I'm not the Italian. It's a flying insect known in Italian as Vespa. No, we're, 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 we're going to answer. Uh, we'll start with you, Mandy. What's the, what answer uh, do you have? I I'm going to say fly. It is not a fly. Jen? Shush. Wow, shush. No, because <laughs> let's, let, let's back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, let's think about this. More from a bug. Because it's not, I don't, I don't think it's, I'm is a, it mosquito? It's not a mosquito. No, because that, that's okay. a different translation. Okay, all right, so. Now, I want you to think about this now. Think about what an ant looks like compared to flying insects. Does it look like a mosquito? No, it does not. Oh, it looks significantly larger because an ant's a beast. Right, so. Is it butterfly? No, it can't be butterfly. No, no, no. no. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, you know what? I'm gonna go with. Uh, it might sound a bad answer, but I'm gonna go with the honeybee. A bee? A bee. A honeybee is a bad answer, but not a <laughs> terrible answer. You are closest so far, Remy. All right. Maybe a moth. Maybe a moth. Moth. Moth is not right. It is a wasp. Oh. oh. Wasp. Remy was so not it. a bad answer. I'm just trying to think because like Vespa, when I think Vespa, I think Scooter, and I'm like, wow, what would they name it after? That's what I was trying to think. I was trying to remember what it was named after. So technically, my my parents had my parents had two wasps in their driveway. So I thought you were gonna say your parents are two wasps. (laughs) I'm like, whoa, easy, bro, easy, too soon. (laughs) All right. So So I know we have a teacher. Yes. Is there any chance you're a high school English teacher? No. But I did teach That's gonna SAT. work against you. Right. <laughs> oh boy. I, I did tutor SATs, so we'll see. All right, let's oh, do it. Eight. Oh, then you have a chance. All right. What leading author of the transcendental movement wrote about an epic battle between red and black ants in his work about simple living, Walden, Life in the Woods? Oh my God. Oh! Go ahead, you can say it. Is it Henry? No, it's either Wadsworth or Henry David Thoreau. That's all right. Say one. We'll say. Just say one though. Uh, Henry David Thoreau. I like it when you said it as a sentence instead of a question. It is Henry nice David. Yeah. Let's nice go. Done. Wow. Woo. Oh, call the ringer. All right. I'm telling you right now, the boys were not getting this on their own. No. 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 Absolutely not, Professor. All right. Walden Pond, which Henry David Thoreau wrote about, is in what New England state? In the town of Concord. Oh, yeah, Massachusetts. It's Massachusetts. Yeah. Right? yeah. Bones. On a roll. Like, like I know what I'm talking about. Yes. I grew up there. <laughs> <laughs> I only know it because I, walk, I listen to a podcast. It's all right. They talked about Watts, or they talked about him all the time. Anyway, go ahead. I I love that you're getting educated about things. That's what it's all about, right? That's Agreed. true, Professor. Thoreau also wrote an essay called Civil Disobedience, published in 1849, as part of his protest of what U.S. conflict that ended by the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo that granted over a half million square miles of territory to the U.S. I'm looking for the name of the conflict. It was the Spanish-American War. You seem very confident on that. 
Well, I, I, uh, I know that Guadalupe is Spanish and we're American, so I'm just kind of grabbing at straws. And 1849 and similar is around the time that they had the Spanish-American War. And the first Taco Bell so didn't I open have... until the 1950s. So exactly. That's it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I will let you get double points. Oh, oh, wait, wait. If you all agree that it's the Spanish-American War. I agree. I agree. All right. We all agree. Yeah. It is not the Spanish American War. Oh, the Spanish American War was in 1898. Oh, okay. Oh, 50 years early. Crap. Just like my taste in music. Damn it. So. 1849. I'll let you get regular points, though. Okay. Okay. If okay. someone can guess what the right answer is. So it's 1849. It was right. Uh, it was before the Civil War. It was. Um, was it the uh... Oh, was it the Emancipation Proclamation? No, that no, was no, no, that no. was like 1860. That was like way okay. Um, yeah, I, the only class I passed was woodshop and woodshop and gym and gym. Yeah, I literally 151 kids in my graduating class. I was 147th. Wow, I just made it. That's a small I was, class. I had 600 and I was 23. All right, so, so okay, let's see what this. I don't know why we're supposed to be impressed if you graduated high school when you was 23. <laughs> I love you, Professor. You're I the ultimate ball buster. I'm number 23, but thank you. I love you. Um, oh, okay. All right, Spanish American, American stuff. Is it, um... Oh, crap. I'm, th I'm thinking too, man. It's, I don't know. It's, again, we, we are a product of American public schools. We are. Yeah, like, they don't, don't teach you stuff no. like this. Nope. Oh, shoot. Was it, remember the Alamo? Mm. Was that when the whole thing happened the Alamo? Because Ozzy didn't piss on it until the 80s, right? That is true. That okay. is true. That is. Something happened at the Alamo, and it was a whole thing. It was San, uh, San Antonio. General Santa Ana. Santa Ana. I learned that from King of the Hill. And <laughs> it was um, Davy Crockett and all those other dudes. Um, what the, this What is was hard. it called, though? What happened at the... Can we just say hashtag remember the Alamo and like, you know, like... Could that, that be the answer? No, 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 but it's got to be the thing. I will tell you, this was a U.S. conflict. Okay. What okay. you're describing is the Texas Revolution or Texian Revolution. Huh. Ooh. Okay. Which was a revolution against Mexico. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> so and we're looking for so an American conflict. American conflict, so like Civil War, War War. See, you're throwing me with the Guadalupe because I just keep picturing that chick on the Tostillos bag and she's cute. So this has totally thrown me. Like, I'm not in my head space. Get that. Was it the, It's not easy. I think you're missing something which is reasonably obvious. Okay, Read it one more time, Professor, and maybe we'll pick up on it. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Thoreau also wrote an essay called Civil Disobedience, published in 1849 as part of his protest against what U.S. conflict that was ended by the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo that granted over a half million square miles of new territory to the United States. Oh, oh, was it the the Louisiana Purchase? That was a purchase. That was a purchase out of war. That, well, out I mean, if you've seen the stock markets, that's a conflict. Well, it is a conflict. You're spending yeah. my money on what land? Was it called the civil disobedience? The civil disobedience? No, it was not. Okay, well. Let's go ahead and take uh I guess we're just gonna have to take an L. You wanna take it? Take it? Yeah, we're we'll, gonna take we'll an L on we'll this, one, Professor. It. Go ahead and school us. It is the Mexican 
American War. Dang. Wow. Jeez, that was tricky. Man, this oh is, this is so much harder than the stupid. Beatles one. <laughs> so in 1836, there was the Texas Revolution. Texas eventually becomes part of the United States. And in 1849, we kind of make up a reason and we fight a war with Mexico. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't like it. Question number six. What future U.S. president spoke on the floor of the U.S. House of Representatives in 1847 as a Whig against the Mexican-American Revolution? All right. Uh, Mexican-American War, sorry. 1847. 1846. This was one of those weird times where I feel like we had a series of presidents that we were just kind of like, oh, yeah, they didn't really do anything. But John Quincy Adams was probably the Whig. Yeah, so... Uh, But I will say this. It's a future U.S. president who was in the House of Representatives in 1847. 1847. And I will say this. If you know four presidents, you know this one. Founding fathers. It's Abraham Lincoln. It is Abraham Lincoln. Yeah! Let's go. So it was Abraham Lincoln and... Oh, um, I saw Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. It was his buddy, right? Andrew Johnson. <laughs> is that was it Andrew Johnson? No, it it was it was Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said he had. A, there was a second one that was speaking up too. No, no, no. No, they fought it. They were no, no. Was, I was making was sure a, you understood he was not president. Oh, red. Okay. At the time, so then we yeah. got it. Yeah. We got okay, it. Okay. We, cool. got it. we got it. I'm gonna crack. Like I'm gonna crack another beer. You want one, professor? <laughs> Yes, please. <laughs> All right. Oh, I can't wait to drink with you. You're the coolest. All right. Question number seven. Lincoln was the first Republican elected president and the only man elected as a member of the National Unity Party. Oh. What Mexican-American war veteran was the second and last Whig president elected in 1848? I don't know. Andrew Jackson, Quincy Adams, Taft, Grant... What about Quincy Jones? He's a... He's not a Quincy Jones! <laughs> is not Is it possible? John, is John, John Quincy Jones. That, that no, that's no. John Quincy Adams. That's John Quincy Adams. Who's is John Quincy possi- Jones? Uh, you mean Quincy no, Jones? There is no John Quincy Jones. There's Quin- a John Quincy Jones. No, no, there was no, no. John Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is that's a producer. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it possibly Andrew Jackson? It is not Andrew Jackson. It's after Andrew Jackson. All right. Okay. Okay. Andrew Jackson, by the way is why the Democrats have a donkey as their symbol. Oh. Because if you are a supporter of Jackson, you are, you are a jackass. Oh, I thought it was because he saw that show in Tijuana. <laughs> oh my god. No. But he did. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're All right, so it's not Jackson. Jackson. So, it's not Jackson. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Is it, um, is it McKinley? It is not McKinley. McKinley is 1900. Okay, so yeah. it's before I would say before McKinley. Damn it. Is it? It is, and it's after Abraham Lincoln. It is after the Andrew first Jackson. president to die in office, and it's before Lincoln. Before oh, Lincoln, it's the first oh. one to die in office. Um, the first one to die in office died of pneumonia. Pneumonia, yeah. Um, this is what smart people talk about <laughs> whenever they're drinking. Um, That's a privilege. Oh shoot, I can't think of his name. What does he look like? 
white. It was very cold because it was like January in Washington, D.C. Too soon. It's only been 300 years. Too soon. I can't think of his name. I've given you a bad clue because you're right. You're describing William Henry Harrison. Yeah. And he was the first to die in office. It's the second to die in office. Second. Come on, baby. You got this. Wait, I thought the Lincoln was. No. So it's not Lincoln, guys. was the first assassinated. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Technically, he did die in office. Um, That's true. But well, he technically, wasn't... he died in a shitty theater. That's <laughs> true, too. That's um, very true. Um, so William so Henry Harrison was the so, first one, but the second one to die in office. I want to... Was it Grant? Did Grant die in the office? Ulysses. Grant did not die in office. Grant no. was after okay, was... Abraham Lincoln. Oh, he was after. But okay. But he right. didn't die in office. And this... Taft was after, and... Dude, Taft had that sweet pimp stash. Um, what do you got? I'm not gonna say it because I think she might know it. But we're watching. We're watching the gears of, of yeah, a teacher's yeah. head turn. Professor, I'm gonna, professor, I'm gonna give you my answer. You can say yes or no to it. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna go with Madison. Okay. Madison didn't die. Not Madison. Okay, not Madison. All right. Well, that, that, was, that was a good. Madison didn't die. Did somebody already guess, guess the the uh, Andrew Who? Garfield? No. No, Garfield was in the night early. No, he was on. Late. 1800s, early 1900s. Damn. Um, and he had like somebody in between him too. Yeah. He t he was in office, and then there was somebody that took that one after him, and then he took over again. Anyway, that being said, oh, no. I yeah. actually used to read all of this stuff in encyclopedias when I was younger. Is it? Is it? Because it's who's the guy that the one guy had a guy that was named after his guy, but then he had a guy named after his guy. Um, huh? J. F. Huh? Kennedy had a no. That's Lincoln and that's Kennedy. Lincoln. Kennedy no, Lincoln. no, no, no. <laughs> is All it, right, is it Jackson? I don't feel like we're getting closer here. No, okay, we're not. Gonna, we're we're uh, stuck. Because the we're William Henry Harrison totally threw me off. Now, um, yeah, I'm gonna give you half a point for William Henry Harrison because that was good information. Okay, thank you. Okay. Who was it? So who really it's was Zachary it? Taylor. Zachary oh my Taylor. God. I didn't even. Think oh, of dude, him. I loved him in Home Improvement. <laughs> That's Zachary Taylor Thomas. Zachary oh my Taylor God. <laughs> Moving on. Move oh, on. Okay. Move on. Professor, I apologize. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens when you let the monkeys play with the ball, right? That is very true. <laughs> so Zachary Taylor was known as Tippy Canoe. Okay. Because he was the hero of the battle of Tippy Canoe. Hero is strong. It was a massacre. He killed unarmed women and children. Cool. But it was a different time. <laughs> he was also the general who was commander at the Battle of Okeechobee, which was on Christmas Day, 1837. Oh, oh. Lake Okeechobee is, down here. is half the size of the state of Rhode Island. Okay. On average, it's only nine feet deep. Okay. Lake Okeechobee is the seventh largest freshwater lake in North America. What state is home to the largest freshwater lake? that is completely within one state's boundary. Michigan. Michigan. What state is home to the largest freshwater lake completely within one state's boundary? That's in part of um, Wisconsin. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, it's not I'm going to reach on this one only ahead, because dude. it ties into Disney and I know that it's awesome. Is it Pennsylvania? It is not Pennsylvania. Oh, oh I thought for sure that was right. one. That's right. Now, I'm going to throw this out there. If you've seen a map of the United States, you can see Lake Okeechobee on that map. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's big. 
So think of another state where it's possible Missouri. that a lake could be big enough that you might see it on the map, oh. or maybe not see it on the map. Oh, oh, okay. because um, they did something with the state. Oh, oh Manny, Manny, what would you say? Missouri. Missouri's a great guess. It's wrong, <laughs> but it's I, great. But I still got a great guess. Yes, <laughs> you, did, you did get a great guess on that. So one. is she it's in a, the general area yeah. though? No. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Right, so you said it's your gotta, closest so far. Well, Lake you, we've got the Great Lakes, which is Superior. But none of those Michigan. are within the That's in Michigan, yeah. yeah. The Finger Lake. But um, no, no, no. Finger Lakes is in New, New York. Is in New York. New York, really? Yeah. yeah. New York. Oh, I thought My the Great Lakes were Finger Lakes because they're on like the. No, 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 no. Yeah. Finger Lakes is another lake system. Cal D student. All right, he said it's a state that's big enough that you could actually see it. So. What's it? Is it California? Texas or California? Is it California? Great Salt Lake of fresh water? Because no, no, okay. no, no. That's okay. Like Salt Lake of Utah, but so we got California or Texas. I'm saying, well, we gotta yeah. let's go. Then you kidding me? Let's go deep Cal in the heart of Texas. So they're Not saying Texas. Texas. I'm gonna yeah. say, and I'm gonna it's say, I'm gonna say California. It's bigger than Texas. I'm gonna it, say, I'm wait, say wait, 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 wait. But it's in America, right? Yes. Yep. Is it north of Texas or well, there's no west? We're gonna go west. west. West of Texas. It is both north and west of Texas. Go ahead. Oh, ooh. it's gotta be. It's gotta be California. Yeah. Is it California, Professor? It's Alaska. Alaska. Oh, All right. Oh, I love when you pull this. Wow. Stuff. No, I love when he does okay. that. Okay. So it's like near. Well, Pink we're Bay. failing today. <laughs> no, no, you didn't tell me that we were gonna use those other two states that nobody likes. I thought it was only the 48. So is it like near? <laughs> so you thought it was the bottom 48. Is it like uh, near Fairbanks or or is it like closer to Anchorage? Uh, it, getting those two, it is closer to Anchorage. Okay. Really? Huh. Yeah, it's giant. But it's, is it frozen or is it an actual lake? It's an actual lake. It's still a lake. Wow. Oh, yeah. I think about that. If water freezes, it's still water. It's just, That's it's true. also ice now. Yep. All right, rad. Well, and it, it, you know, it, it melts during the summertime. Yeah. I'm dead. Thank you. There are two gigantic lakes, bigger than the state of Rhode Island in Canada. Oh, wow. Okay. Whoa. Great Bear Lake, Great Slave Lake. Ooh, not too good about Why that. Why is it called Great Slave Lake? <laughs> you don't want to talk about that. I don't know that either. No. They, they don't teach that one in the history books. That's just uh, Nope. Um, Question number nine. The largest freshwater lakes in North America are the Great Lakes. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which one Great Lake is all within the boundaries of the United States? Ooh. It's got to be Erie. There's Ontario, which is not. Ontario. There's Erie. Erie. Is it like Superior? Superior. Michigan. Yep. I think Superior is a big one, right? It has to be Superior. I'm gonna say I'm gonna my I'm gonna say Erie with my guess because I think that's straight up just PA. I understand what you're saying, except for that the exact other side of Erie is Canada. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about those guys. They All right. Suck. Yeah. So. We got Superior, Michigan. We know Michigan isn't it. No. Isn't that ironic? Michigan is not only in Michigan, no. but it's also in Canada. Yeah. Oh, dude, is it the one with the funny name? Is it the H1, the Huron or Huron? Or oh, Hermanon? Huron. Huron. Lake Huron. Lake Huron, named for the 
Native American tribe, the Hurons. Yes. No. Damn. This is right. hard. We got okay. three more left. So Let's there's right. Superior and there's Ontario, Ontario and there's. Well, Ontario is, is Canada. Is it's in Canada. Canada. So we can roll that one out. Yeah, no Ontario. Why don't you be Ontario? So, it's got it, so it has to be. So it has to be Superior. Superior. Superior's the largest one. I swim in it and it's, okay. and it's butt ass cold. The um, thing about it is, is I don't think Michigan is in two different states. I don't think it's in two, a state in Canada. Okay, I'm gonna. I go mean, you know, it's I Lake mean, Michigan. It's the yeah. only one that actually has an American name. Let's go with it. Let's do it. Okay. What's we'll the right. answer? All right, go ahead. Say the why, answer. Why, why, why? What's up, Club Detroit, Lake Michigan? It is Lake Michigan. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. I got it. Yeah, Michigan has uh, borders with the state of Michigan. It has a little bit of Indiana, mm-hmm. a little bit of Illinois, mm-hmm. and. A little bit of Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, a reasonably large size of Wisconsin. Yeah. All right. Michigan produces the most of what colorful fruit that is native to North America and grows in both high bush and low bush varieties? Grapes. Michigan produces what colorful Apples. fruit that is native to North America and grows in pine bush and low bush varieties? Let, right. let the chef speak. So, Mandy, what, it, what do you think? Is what? it grapes? It is not grapes. Grapes are not native to North America. That's what they made wine in Italy. Blueberries. Oh. Huh. No, that's a fake. It's blueberry. Yeah! Let's go! That's how you keep a chef on board. What's up? <laughs> that's right. right. I'm going to read to you the ingredients of a recipe. All right, we're just gonna let you have the money. All you need to do is what I'm making. According to the website, myrecipes.com, what product would I be making a small batch of by simmering two cups of blueberries, two cups of whole milk, two thirds of a cup of sugar, a quarter cup of water, three large egg yolks separated, and the juice of half a lime, a lemon. Two cups of blueberries, two cups of whole milk, two thirds cups of sugar, a quarter cup of water, three large egg yolks, and the juice of half a lemon. Oh, jeez. By the way, this is question 11. Man- oh, well, Mandy. I don't know if it was named for the general, but. <laughs> say it. Say it, go ahead. No, you say it. Go ahead. We want you to. I mean, you- it's, it's some kind of custard. Mmm, close. Huh. Is it a name for <gasps> general custard? Wait a minute. Is it, is it, is it, is it gelato? I'll, I'll need you to be slightly more specific. Is blueberry gelato! It's blueberry gelato! Oh, oh, there we go! That was awesome. In four part harmony, but they were all the same <laughs> octave. Alright, <laughs> all right, Professor, what was our final score for today, man? I don't know. Unbelievably. Uh-oh. The best you have ever done. Yeah, I believe it. That makes perfect Thank you, sense. Ladies. It's a 78, which is a C plus. You still have room to improve. Yeah. Oh my gosh, if I told my mom I was a C student, she'd be proud as hell. Good job, Joey. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, all right, Professor, where can everybody find you? What's your uh, social media? Uh, so I suggest you go and find Five Minute Professor. I can be found on Facebook. I can be found on YouTube. I have over 200 videos. Nice. Several of them interesting. <laughs> I also have two new podcasts. 
Ooh. Oh, fire! I am mm. the photographer and the professor. Okay. It is uh, a gentleman named Bill Gardner, who's a photographer. We talk about general news things. And then we also have the lady and the professor. Ooh, the we lady. talk about the relationship. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, that's cool. All right. So check out those and uh, I new things coming up. I'll be able to talk about next month. Can't wait. Sounds good. Can't wait, Professor. You guys, you can hear the Professor on all of his social media. And Professor, where are you usually on Tuesday nights? Post Time Lounge and Cafe. Excellent. I have a live trivia show. We start at 6, we're done by 8, and then there's karaoke. Oh, we should go yeah. I miss going to this. I know. Yeah, we're going to go off we of that. Will. That's, that's really fun. I'm going to have to be perfect. Because I drink a lot. All right, Professor, we will see you <laughs> We will see you uh, next month. And, uh, guys, when we come back, we'll be joined by Ryan Toby. You guys might recognize him from Sister, Sister Act 2. two. He's, the, uh, he's the teenager yeah. who hit that really high C note. Uh, guys, don't go anywhere. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Welcome back, guys, to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Guys, I I, I am, like, so psyched right now. Dude, I, I, I have questions. So many questions, and let's just... Let's just jump into it. We'll jump right into Wait, it? Tell it. Guys, as always, my name is Remy, and always with me is my dangerous co-host, the Dreamin' Zant. You guys aren't gonna believe who's hanging out with us today at the round table. And we also have our baking guru, Ms. Mandy Wilcox. Literally, I am so honored to even just be on this call right now. <laughs> and guys, we have my wife, Jen, joining us today. Hi, I'm so excited to talk to you. We have questions. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dudes, we have, a, we have a full packed house on our program today, man. See, you keep introducing people. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be. It'll, it'll literally like, be. Like, when are they gonna introduce me? Geez. Well, we'll, we'll do it right now, man. <laughs> Guys, the, the voice you are hearing is a true R&B singer. He has been in a movie starring Whoopi Goldberg. Of course, but man, I, guys, this is Mr. Ryan Toby. My gosh, dude. Hey. Yeah, your, dude, your producer credits are insane. Yeah. I can't. Oh, uh, thank you, man. So I gotta ask now, um, first things first, you are the, I don't even want to put a number on the, your level of threatness is phenomenal. The acting, the singing, the dancing, the performing, the producing, the, <laughs> the, there's not enough time in the day to list your accolades. How long have you been oh, a singer? Wow. A singer? Oh, uh, singing all my life, really. Professionally though, um, man, let's see, this November will be 29 years I've been in the God. business. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Remy is barely old enough <laughs> yeah. to know 29 years ago. That's hilarious. 
And then on yeah. the flip side, then, <laughs> then there's me who I said, uh, that on the flip side of it, I'm, I'm the guy saying, oh, I wish the term was white don't crack because, God, I'm atrocious looking. <laughs> <laughs> so, of white all of don't the, bite, I guess. <laughs> <white don't laughs> Okay, I like, that, I like that slogan better. White don't yeah. bite. I mean, that's so, the... <laughs> one of the things I wanted to ask you is because it goes hand in hand. You know, everybody, most singers like to consider their voice their instrument. Uh, do you play any instruments as well as singing? I do not. I never. Um, I never. I never had the patience. And so, what I learned to do, my little cheat code is I just learned how to sing better and sing to musicians what I want them to play. And I could just like mimic the sound with my voice, like, oh yes, I need the guitar to, you know, do, 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 do. and it's like, oh wow, okay, you know what I mean? So, I, and I and and I've had I've had a lot of musicians ask me like, oh, like bro, you you sure you don't play? Cause you sing like how a guitar player would play, or you sing like how a bass player would play a line. You sing it like a bass player would play it. And I was like, oh okay, well, I guess my voice is really the instrument. Dude, I'll tell you right now, one of my favorite things in the world is hearing Michael Winslow do Purple, or not Purple Rain, sorry. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix, thank you, Remy. Yeah, Michael Winslow does the Jimi Hendrix solo, and it's, it's oh, wow. just like, if you have something to Google on downtime, and it, you know, he does all the fun voices and all the great all the great impressions and everything, but he does the entire oh, solo dope. to uh, Purple Haze, and it blows my freaking but mind. He also, he also did a, a thing on uh, Jimi Hendrix doing the national anthem. Like he'll, he'll pull a mic up. During his, this one YouTube video I saw of him, he pulls a mic up and goes, guys, I'm doing a little, a little introduction of Jimi Hendrix doing the uh, national anthem. He goes, Dude, that's, what, that's what happens when you, give, when you give a talented comedian a microphone. Just let him do his thing. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So are you currently working on any projects that we should be able to get excited over something that we can bring to the fans absolutely um over the uh quarantine over the course of the quarantine i put out 10 albums in 10 weeks Whoa, um, oh my gosh we yeah. were listening to this over there because we were we were like listening to your you some of your youtube work and everything and i'm like babe look at this look at this look at what he's doing right now That's so we were listening to like six feet away or six feet yeah i'm gonna talk about that real quick you made a song about covid Yes. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. I mean, it was, you know, the, what happened was, you know, when 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 it really, when the lockdown really got real, like, you know, and I was like, oh, wow, we really are going to be stuck in the house. Um, and, and it was like, oh, this is serious. And people are like, you know, fighting for toilet tissue and like, right. uh, you know, uh, antibiotic, I mean, uh, antibacterial wipes and all that other dumb shit. I was like it was like a light bulb went off like ryan everybody's gonna be stuck home on their phones like when is a better time to drop some new music than right now while mm -hmm. everybody's home on their phones streaming uh streaming content so i was good it started off with just like one song i was gonna put out a song called unhealthy <clears throat> and then I, I don't know the idea just kept kind of like snowballing and i was like wait i'll put out a whole project and then I was like, oh, I think I'll, I'll just call it Songs for the Lockdown. You know, just kind of giving people something to listen to while you're on lockdown, while you're quarantined. You know what I mean? Kind of lift everybody's spirits a little bit. And, you know, just trying to be a savvy businessman. Like, shit, everybody's going to be home with nothing else to do but stream music. So I was like, um, so I put out one, the first Songs for the Lockdown, Volume 1. And then I was like, man, I need to, you know, really mess people's heads up 
and just come right back with another one the following week, the following Friday. So I came out with volume two and people were going crazy on my social media and stuff. And then I just kept going like volume three, volume four. Every Friday I dropped a new album and uh, I went for 10 weeks straight and just kind of like set like a little personal goal for myself. And, uh, you know, I was just having a lot of fun with it, man. 80 records in two months. So, you know, I just went crazy. So, yeah, you know, you can go stream that song for the lockdown. Ryan Toby, start with volume one and just have a good time. It's about, man, my buddy said he drove to Vegas a couple of weeks ago. And he said that all my music got him to Vegas. So the whole four hour ride was just Ryan Toby. Something that I wanted to ask you about, and this is kind of a fun little a side note. So I saw that you did work with Jamie Foxx on Beat Shazam. On what? On Beat Shazam, his game show. You were on the. You sang either the production credits on that, or you sang. You programmed the song for that. No, 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 no. The only thing that I did with Jamie on that they they wanted they licensed a Usher song caught up that I that I wrote. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Use that on Shazam, yeah. This goes even deeper wow. than I thought. Hold on. So you wrote the song that they used on Beat Shazam? Yeah, so, you know, they, they have to license the music that they use for the contestants to guess. Okay. And so uh, one of the songs that they wanted to license was a song that uh, um, I wrote with a, my buddy uh, Pooh Bear, who's like Justin Bieber's main writer. Yeah. And uh, producer's Dre and Vidal, yeah. We wrote that. We did that for Usher back in, uh, what, 03 for oh, his Confessions oh, album? Yeah, We did like gosh. three songs on that album. No, I, that's a, so I, I was on that show, and that's why I couldn't believe that I didn't look this up earlier. It blew my freaking mind. Yeah. So that was rad, dude. <laughs> Man, it's just, it was a small thank world. You. It was the, the thank you. Yeah. I almost won a million dollars because of you, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, my gosh, it's just, it's the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like, the funniest Exactly. Thing. Like, I'm worried, if I go on IMDb, I can get to him within six degrees of not even using Kevin Bacon. That's cool. That's true. Yeah. Like that, that's my hero moment. So, so let me ask you a question about uh, let me ask you a question about six feet, man. That beat. How did you come up with that that synth beat? Did you use like a uh, what what drum machine did you use? Well, actually, that was produced. That was co-produced by um, some 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 young guys from New Jersey named B Tones. And uh, oh man, I can't remember the other guy's name. I'm gonna get in so much trouble. No, you go, man. Uh, we'll look but, it up and we'll put it. Yeah, oh right. yeah, we'll look it. We'll, we'll put in the uh, the hashtags. I mean, right? Yeah. And and so they sent me they sent me like a raw version of of the track with just like the synth line, and then I just like added some some extra drums and percussion to give it like that that extra swing, and then that was it, man. And then I just you know jumped on it and went crazy. I mean, which is, I mean, and I just wanted it to be mm-hmm. something relevant, you know, to what we were going through right now. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, after, that was really I, it. Because when I was listening to that fat beat, I'm like, damn, this song is good. It was like, thank you. So, my question for you as a musician, do you find that you write the beats first or the or the lyrics first? Like, do you write, you know, because I've heard it both ways. Paul McCartney does it one way, John Lennon does it another. Yeah, you know, way, yeah. Do you write the, the lyrics to your music? Who? Who are these guys? I never heard of them. On, oh, wow. My, okay. No, 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 I'm on his side. I was I was told they, they're British and they're from Liverpool, but that was where it ended. So so which which do you tend yeah, to write nah, first? Nah. I mean, it, it, it all depends, bro. Like, it all depends. Sometimes I'll, I'll wake up from a dream with like a bass line in my head or a beat idea in my head or sometimes I'll wake up or I'll be in the shower and just humming 
a melody first, just just a just a top line, a melody, or I could be having a conversation with someone and uh you know so like you just said you know six degrees from kevin bacon i'll be like oh man i should make a song called six degrees from you i'm only six <laughs> degrees from you or some shit like that and then i'll just have it in my head like i want to write a song god if that six happens degrees. so it all depends it could be a lyric it could be a track that somebody sends me i have like a team of producers that i work with a bunch of really really talented young guys from all over the place you know what i mean and i get tracks and beat ideas from all over the world honestly from different producers so so the, you can this go is, and see the way this is the big one i gotta ask you and we always say that nobody ever wants to it i i have to ask because you were my cousin meredith's first crush and when she hears oh, wow, okay and she's gonna lose her s when i tell her that like this, you're the, re and I, please take this as a huge compliment. You're the reason my five foot two white Italian cousin is into gospel and like Christian gospel. Oh, wow. Sister Act Two, she watched that VHS tape until the GD thing ate it in the RCA player. And I just want wow. you to know, you were her first crush. And I have to ask. Oh, wow. What was it like? I mean, I, and I know you've probably done this interview for 30 years now, and I apologize, but I just have to ask because then when I share this with her later, I can tell her that I met you. What was it like on Sister Act 2? <laughs> oh, man, it was so surreal. I mean, a lot of people don't know that was the first thing I ever auditioned for. Ever really? In my life. Yeah. Never been on an audition. I wasn't like that kid that grew up, you know, going to auditions and, like, with the momager taking me to... <laughs> you know, New York Broadway plays and all of that. I was not that kid at all. I was just kind of like the regular kid around the way, beatboxing, rapping, breakdancing, beating on the desk, getting kicked out of class, rapping and freestyling in the lunchroom and, um, and singing and stuff in church. That was about it. And, uh, you know, so when I met my first manager named Marvin Thompson, um, he started taking me to, you know, to the studio, had me performing at the Apollo. I was performing in different uh, talent contests and different things like that in the area. And then I started going to meeting with record labels <clears throat> and uh, singing for A&Rs and different executives. And uh, it was it was through those channels that um, one of the A&Rs that we were working with, um, he wanted to sign me to RCA Records at the time. It's a guy named uh, Kenny Ortiz. And he was like, yeah, man, I, I, I like you, but you know, you're still a little, you're still a little raw, you're still a little diamond in the rough. I want to develop you, but right now my my attention is focused on this, this young girl group I got called SWV and oh. these young producers I got called the Neptunes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so, yeah. oh dude, <laughs> that's man. huge. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so 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 he's like he's like you know I'll I'll I'll, I'll just do some little stuff with you here and there, um, and then he goes um. He, he called my manager one day and he was like, um, uh, uh, Touchstone and Disney uh, are looking for kids to sing and dance and just be a part of this ensemble uh, choir. So they were just looking for background dancers and singers to just be in this choir for, for the movie they were going to be shooting, Sister Act Part 2. So they were like, you know, he was like, why don't you have Ryan go go to this audition? I didn't have an agent. I didn't even know what an audition was. Wow. Okay. I didn't have none. I wasn't in a union. None of that. No SAG card. None of that. Wow. And he was like, he was able to finagle some kind of way to get me on the list. <laughs> and so I go to the audition in New York. And it was like something out of like a Glee movie or some shit like that. Like you got real actors and kids in there, you know, la, 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 and you know, <laughs> some lines 
feet stretching and doing ballet and both the fucking Shakespeare and shit. And I was like, I'm looking at these kids like, I, well, I don't belong here, you know what I mean? But my manager was just like, man, don't worry about it. Go in there, do your thing. If they're really cold, if they're really, you know, just abrupt with you, <clears throat> he was like, don't take it personal. That's just how it is. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go into the audition when they call my name, whatever. I go in there. The lady, it's just me and this lady. She's in there. She's got glasses. She's like, she didn't even lift her head up from the table. She's got a camera set up on a tripod and a big X on the floor. And she's just like, stand on the X. State your name, your age. But, but she didn't even look up at me, dog. And so she's like, um, she had my picture there. And, you know, I did the whole slate thing. Ryan Toby, blah, 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 blah. They just gave me some generic lines just to read. <clears throat> they were like, okay, um... You got some lines to read, read the little generic lines. And then uh, she's like, you got a song to sing. And I was like, yeah. So I sang this song that my mom would have me sing like at church on Sundays. Just, you know, like an old hymn or something like that. And mm -hmm. I just wailed the song that I would always sing in church. And I lie to you not, the lady looks up. She takes her glasses off. She stops the camera and she starts crying, dude. Right in the audition. Aww. And she's like, she comes around the tripod and she's like, oh my God, that voice. I gotta hug that voice. I gotta. So this lady is hugging me, squeezing on me in the audition. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is this? It's total opposite of what my manager told me it was gonna be. And so from there, I had about six or seven callbacks. And I mean, it was like the who's who kid stars of that day were coming to these auditions. Tevin Campbell and yeah. Tony yeah, Thompson yeah. from High Five and Tatiana Ali from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, yeah. So every time I'm going to an audition, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to get this. You know, Tevin Campbell just walked in the room. <laughs> and like every time I would have to go do the same thing, sing my song, read the lines. And then, yeah, they would call me back for another audition. And it was about seven callbacks. The last one was in L.A. for the producers. And like... Dude, they literally, like, they wrote that. That part wasn't even in the movie. Like, that character wasn't even in the movie. I was auditioning for the background, just one of the choir kids. Wow. They created that character. Like, wow. and every time I would go to the audition, it would be like they would give me more lines to say. Like, you know, say this or do this or, oh, my gosh, I can see a scene where... And oh, Amal is standing in the thing and singing the song and da, 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 and then him and Lauren Hill get into an argument and blah 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 blah. You know, like a lot of my lines wow. in the movie were they were riffs. Like Bill Duke would be like, Okay, Ryan, I want you to say these three lines and then after that just just freestyle. I'm like, What? <laughs> so this it was crazy, bro. It was it was crazy. So here I got a question, man. You worked with Catherine the Dreamy, you worked with Whoopi Goldberg. How are they, man? Great. I wouldn't doubt Amazing. it. I mean, he's you got your cosmic like, professional. He's exactly right, dude. You know, he's, there you he's go. working with these are women that have been in the industry for, a, for even long. at this point thirty years. I mean, yeah. I mean, we know, so, I mean, we know Kathy and Jimmy from uh, Hocus Pocus and King, well, and King the Hill. Well, here, here's so, the yeah. thing, though, is th mm -hmm. this goes back to what we joke about the six degrees of separation. Everybody who does work with Disney usually continues. Like Tevin Campbell was the voice of Powerline in the Goofy movie. Has Disney yeah. ever reached out mm -hmm. to you to do any voiceover work? You have the you have a perfect voice for something like oh, that. Oh yeah. No, you know you know what's so interesting. Um, <laughs> this is the funny part. Like I said, that that movie was the first thing I ever auditioned for. So acting and voiceovers and all of that wasn't even on my radar. Ooh. I was trying to get a record deal. I wanted to be like the little R&B kid in the videos. You know what I mean? <laughs> and dancing. So immediately after the movie, I went back to do what. 
I knew and what I it's not like I all of a sudden now I'm like Mr. Actor dude it was like I went back to like trying to get a record deal so I wasn't even and I was so young I didn't really even know you know oh man okay now I should start pursuing voiceovers or now I should start pursuing Disney for more roles like I, my brain wasn't even there I'm like okay so can we get back to my record deal matter of fact when, when my manager told me that I got that they wanted me to even go to the audition I was like why like I don't want to be an actor <laughs> no, you're right, man. That's, that's always meant. It's it's always kind of a big thing when you get so many people in this industry that just say, "I just want to be on camera. I don't care what I'm doing." And then you get a real raw talent like you that says, "No, no, no. I want to do music. I'm the music guy. Yeah. I do music stuff." So that's huge to show that you know what your strengths are and you want to showcase that talent, man. That's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. I mean, but I did learn a very valuable lesson. Let me make it clear, you okay. know, especially to any aspiring artist out there that's listening. You know, you got to keep your 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 doors and your windows open. You never know how God is going to bless you or how yeah. it's going to come. So I learned. I was very green and naive, you know, and I didn't understand how to then capitalize uh, on, on something else. I mean, to be quite honest, it's so funny. I've been in the game almost 30 years, right? I got into the game to make, you know, to be like that solo male R&B star singer, right? And, yeah. and make those those records. <clears throat> and I literally did everything but that. I was in a film. I got to work with, got to write big, you know, hit records for big name artists from Will Smith, Mary J. Blige, Usher, Bieber, Chris Brown, you name it. To, I was in a group that toured and was nominated for a Grammy and was signed to Wyclef. Like, <laughs> I literally did everything. And now at age 43, I'm like, okay, I'm finally gonna put out my album. That's why I put out 10 of them. It was like, I love just it. went crazy. <laughs> I finally got to do the thing, the very thing that I first started. I mean, it's just been a wild ride, man. But now are you, are you a fan of collaborating with like other artists and like, would you be opposed to a band or would you rather do a solo career? No, no, no. I was I, at this stage of my game. I mean, at this stage of the game in my life, like I said, I learned a valuable lesson through yep. through, mm -hmm. through my career and what and and what I've learned is like you you know you never know how it's gonna come, so you just gotta be open. So even though I was always pursuing that solo deal and being that solo male artist, I mean, so many things have come in my life and I've been successful and made money and, and so many accolades and I've written so many people and done so much that I'm like. However, the universe wants to bring it. I'm ready, dog. Like I'm just a jack of all trades. It's <laughs> ready to go, man. Dude, man, you're awesome, man. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy yeah, day man. to hang out with a couple of scrubs from Florida. Thank you so much. <laughs> all so, good. I got one. I have, I have I have one last question before we before we take off out of here, man. Yeah. When, when was the last time you uh, came out came down to Florida? Um, it's been a minute. I, I was in Florida. I was doing. I did a reality show. I did an episode on this French reality show. It's like a, almost like a French um, Jersey Shore in France type of thing. And one of the one of the girls on the show was a singer. And um, they were in Miami. They were recording. They they were living in Miami. So the whole show was based on these French kids. Lived like one was a singer, one was a model, one was an actor, one was you know whatever. And um, one was like football, you know, soccer player. <clears throat> and they were all living in Miami in a house and, you know, reality show stuff. And uh, her storyline was that she was recording 
uh, her first single, and I was the producer and writer that she was working with. So they flew me out there. They paid me. Hmm. And we, you know, we shot a whole scene, you know, scene of us in the studio recording the song and all of that. That was the last time, and that was about I feel like that was like a year and a half ago. Oh, but wow. ironically, I'm going. I'm going to be in Miami next week. <laughs> cool. Well, well, when you come, if you come to Orlando, man, hit us up. We will love to treat you out to a beer, man. If you, I will say this: if oh, you, for sure. if you ever get to the for Orlando sure. area, I'm a concierge for the city. If you're ever in Orlando nice. and you want to go check out the theme parks and just go, just go s around and have a couple of, like you said, a couple of beers, we'll take you out. We'll uh, we'll show you the coolest place. Uh, we'll go do the touristy crap that everybody loves to do at Disney and Universal. It'll be a blast, man. So, oh man, absolutely, yeah. Well, please, man, we gotta stay in contact in. Uh... Cause I definitely want to do that. I just matter of fact, I forgot. I came, I came and did, I did Universal. Me, my buddy, uh, his fiance, and my wife. We all did Universal last Valentine's Day. I totally forgot about that. Excellent. Nice man. So, well, when you I wish back. I had your number then. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Well, you, you do now, man. Oh, so you got my number now. But here's the thing. So, where can our uh, fans follow you on social media? So, okay, um, I'm everywhere at Ryan Toby Ryan, R-Y-A-N-T-O-B-Y on Instagram, Ryan Toby Ryan, um, and on Twitter, Ryan Toby Ryan, and on Facebook, it's Ryan Toby. Perfect. And, awesome. uh, you know, please feel free to stream songs for the lockdown, Ryan Toby songs for the lockdown. You will not be disappointed. No, you won't. I don't <laughs> no, know. Dude, no. you're phenomenal. Thank you so very much. Thank you, brother. Yeah, man. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Appreciate it. Guys, when we come back, we're going right. to do your theme park news. And after that, we're going to do, uh, we'll wrap it up with You Got Beef with Joey. Stick around. You're listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. guys to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. I want to say, we want to say thanks personally to the Five Men Professor giving giving us a lecture on gelato. We basically we, failed. We failed it. Are we you did see? better than you normally do. Okay, he, he, get, he gives compliments. By several points. Yeah, exactly. he, he gives compliments, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> well, he, yes. gave, he gave us a topic about history and baking. All we had to do was call in a teacher and a baker. So uh, there we go. <laughs> what do you and, want? and we also want to say thanks to the one of the famous R&B singers, Mr. Ryan Toby. Dude, that was that was like rad. sometimes the things you say. I just want to pat you on the head and say, "Oh, Remy." And you were like, "Ryan Toby's gonna meet us," and I'm like, "Sure he is, buddy. Sure he is." And holy, I just had a 30-minute conversation with yeah. Adam Zisterak. So phenomenal, dude. Holy crap. So, guys, we're gonna, we're gonna push on things uh, first before we do our topics. We're gonna jump right into. What in the hell is in the kitchen with Mandy? So Mandy, what's in the kitchen for today? So, I brought you guys what you've already eaten. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that I, was fantastic. I, I honestly had to shut the room down for a second. I had to tell everybody to just piss off for three minutes 
so I could eat half my cookie in silence and appreciate it. I mean, I might as well just put a Simon and Garfunkel record on it. It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. I mean, try, try going to play some Simon and Garfunkel no, no, for no, a little bit. Not for Miss Mandy's bed, but go ahead. <laughs> so I brought in a white chocolate macadamia nut cookie. Total classic. Our cookies are a little bit thicker, so yeah. they're almost cakey. They're but they're not like the Amish cookies where they're three inches thick. Right. They're mm -hmm. just, they're, so it's not too doughy. Yes. No. Yeah. Um, so that's what I brought you guys today. There's nothing left. I think the crumbs even got sucked up off the floor. Like it was. Yeah. It was barbaric. Yeah, it, it was good. Yeah. So I, I can't even find. It. I I I am speed. I want to be like I was on the ground licking the crumbs, but it was perfect. <laughs> so I got a question for you, Joey. Uh -huh. Since you and I split it, we had half and half of Thank it. Thank God we did because I I I, I, I know you were devouring, man. But here here's my question for you. What type of what type of rating would you give that cookie? Yeah. It's a ten every time, man. I'm not. I don't, look look. I'm 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 a I'm a crazy Italian who's not really a fan of things. So. For me to give you honest opinion, everything I've ever eaten from Ginger's Baking has been a 10. And nothing has, the ball has never been dropped and nothing has ever been bad. For me, for that cookie, I'm going to give it an 8. Because there's another cookie that I like what Ginger makes. Well, I mean, but, it's just like, you know... I get you, you're, but you're comparing, like, it's not like you're comparing apples to oranges. You're comparing apples to other amazing apples. So <laughs> Pretty I get, much, yeah. It's like, well, Granny Smith is a 10, but I mean, that... Fiji! <laughs> exactly. So, I get what you're saying, but yeah. I just... I just when it comes to uh, dollars for donuts, I've never had anything bad from Ginger's Baking. So Exactly, man. But I also wanted to follow up on that orange cake. So what we tried oh. last Oh, week, well, she kind of... I she... wasn't allowed to have any. Why? Oh, Jim. Why? Because he already ate it. I did. Oh, um, no. I did. Okay, well, the piece was that small. <laughs> well, then you should and buy you, one from Ginger's Baking. Right. I will. Exactly. Always oh, share with your wife. Those cakes Thank were you. perfectly portioned for like an anniversary. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, how much does a cake like that cost? So depending on what like it is, like 30 or 40 dollars? Like, it's between, yeah, 30 or 40 40 bucks. Perfect. It's not bad. That's amazing. I think, I think we'll have that on our uh, yeah, anniversary. It would. Yeah, that's an, uh, like another year. Yeah, no, we can wait, we can wait for another year. <laughs> oh, Remy. <laughs> you loophole, you crazy man. So I tried to. <laughs> I tried a loophole there. So um, I wanted to follow up with you okay. guys to let you know that the cake that that was a tester for was a complete success. Here's my question for you guys, because I always come back with a question. Whole milk, not low cow. Did you always do it for orange Two percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, skim milk is water. Anyway. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When you're cooking for someone, especially like a first dish, if mm -hmm. you're cooking for your lady or your significant other or whoever it is. Or oh, this fabulous man I met at the club. Yes. Yes, fabulous. Hey, honey. Beautiful. <laughs> as long as he's shirtless, it's fine. He's all great. Right? <laughs> look, look at me. Look at me when I talk to you. Of course he was shirtless. <laughs> of course he was shirtless. My name's Ricardo. So my question is, do you want somebody's critique of what you just made for them? Do you want to oh. try and make it better or do you just want to hear Yes, I'd love to have it again. Or yeah, I think it was good, but I'm good. Should we should we talk about this? I mean, it's like an no, no, hour. This, this makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because it can be with a significant other. It can also be with friends. It can be true. Cool. Yeah. The first thing I tell my so to this day, I have never seen or heard myself perform. I don't like the sound of my voice. I have never listened to anything I've recorded. Mm -hmm. I've never watched myself perform. I've never seen what I look like on camera or on on radio. I'm just not. A wow. Fan. You look so, okay. You're sweet, thank you, David. So I always have to ask my friends, I'm like, here's what I want you to do. We're tight. If you tell me this is hot garbage, yeah. I will understand it, appreciate it, and hug you for it. Yes. Because I don't want to put content out 
that somebody else is going to think is garbage because let's face it man in today's society when push comes to shove all you have is your name and who yes. you are and yes yes and by so, sometimes anonymous people online and it's and so I never I never try to ask my friends you never ask your friends what they think because no offense if I just met you and I'm like, what's up? And you're like, I'm gonna cook for you. I'm gonna be like, all right, I gotta tell this broad that her thing is perfect. Right. I don't want... No, screw that noise. You wanna tell, find find the kid who bullied you in high school and cook for him. Yes. And be like, hey, you beat me up in high school, mom bad. So I made this cake. I just want you to try it. Tell me if it's crap. And if that dude eats a piece of cake and is like, dude, this was amazing. That's the thing you yeah. market. Right. And I do that with every song I record. I record a song. I ask 10 random strangers. I go, hey, before I put this on YouTube, tell me what you think. And if at least like seven or eight of them were like, that was really good, I'll put it up. Otherwise, I'll delete it. I don't care if it took me two hours. Yeah. So good question. You're exactly That's right. That's great. I love criticism. I think people can do it in a way that is hurtful. And yeah. that should never be anybody's intent. But I think that you, the only way to grow is to listen to criticism. Yeah. Get, get, Absolutely. Get, you, know, you know what they do with participation it's, trophies? I wipe my cooler with them. <laughs> right. Give me a gold, give me a silver, give me a bronze, or give me your attitude. Give me something to work towards. Yes. It's seriously hard to listen to criticism, though. Coming it is. As, it a, is. as a singer, I was... Oh, he said it was super fun. That's cool. All. Ryan Toby just hit us up and said that was super fun. So. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yes. Um, so. It's, it's as, a, as a singer, as a vocalist, it's seriously difficult to hear somebody tell you that it doesn't sound good or it does sound even if it right. does sound right good, it's a really good point it's though, really difficult to hear that because as a as somebody who sings and does those things it's i'm very critical of myself yes and i you're hate usually you're hearing your worst, worst critic, critic. Yep. Yep. and so you find the things that you can do better but for me and for anybody who puts out a product i don't care what the product is for anybody to consume it's really tough to feel or hear, eh, you know, I didn't really like it. Now, if you can articulate why you didn't like it, you can find out if it's a personal preference. I just don't like that, what you did. Right, and right. And it is horrible. Remy is really bad at giving you exact reasons why. Yeah. Huh? One of the things that we used to ask when I worked at the Hard Rock and we would train new hires, we would say, one of my favorite questions, who was more influential to music, John Lennon or Kurt Cobain? Lennon. There, there is no wrong answer. Defend it. Right. Who yeah. is the greatest lead singer of all time? There is no wrong answer. Defend, Defend it. it. So if you had a 22-year-old girl who came in and would say, I'm like, who's the greatest lead singer of all time? They would say, Justin Bieber. And I would say, Defend Ew. it. And they would go, no. Defend no. it. And you would, they would say, um, what well. do you mean? But then we had a girl who came in and we were like, who's the greatest lead singer of all time. She's like Taylor Swift. And we said, defend it. She rattled us off 150 facts about her history, wow. her parents, where she came from, and why she felt that she deserved the accolade. She wasn't wrong. So good for her. Go, na go ahead and ask me that question. I'll give you a straight up answer. No, because you're going to pull something no, out of the hat that nobody's ever heard no, of. No, go ahead. Power. No, no, no. Shush, shush, shush. Who's, yeah. All right. Who is the greatest lead singer of all time? Joy Mazant. Oh, quick. Give me uh -huh. a hug. <laughs> kiss ass. I love you. God bless you. <laughs> There you yeah. go. No, dude, because when you send me your when you send me your CD, I listen to all of those singles on your CD, and I'm like, wow, this guy is this guy knows his shit. I was very fortunate. Meanwhile, whenever... he tells me that my voice sat, uh, I kind of sucks. So. I didn't notice it. God I dang it. it. Anyway, back to the, back the, to, the yeah. time at hand. This is all making sense. Thank you yep. again, but 
So what is the next big project, Chef? What's going on? Ooh, Anything boy. new in the kitchen that you're thinking about kicking around? So it's pumpkin spice season. We're not. Of fun. course. Hashtag uh, basic. Let's hear it. Let's That's go. Right, because I'm a basic bitch. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. And I love me some pumpkin spice. Fucking everything. Let's right, do it. Pumpkin <laughs> spice cheesecake roll. You, oh, you're, in my, you're in my headspace. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a snickerdoodle whoopie pie oh, with pumpkin I spice can. filling. Okay. And then a pumpkin spice whoopie pie. Oh. With Okay. It could be marshmallow. Oh. It might be vanilla. Oh. It could be cheesecake. Because I'm thinking like everything I put on a pumpkin pie back in the day. Like if I make a pumpkin pie, there's always whipped cream on it. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. oh, that could be good. Cinnamon? Yes. Hell yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. So that's we, coming. So if we compare it, your new, your next item. So your pumpkin whoopie pie. We need to figure out what type of beer, or if you have to, it would be basic. Oh, bro, Oktoberfest. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Whoopie pie. Hell I'll bring yeah. Oktoberfest. I'll bring us some. Oh, speaking of which, I want to say thank you to Kingdom of Comics. Kingdom of Comics is this adorable comic book shop that me and Jay Bauer did an interview with. He's a nice. Great guy. It is in Melbourne, Florida. And um, it is, you walk inside, and the owners have put up wallpaper that makes the entire back wall look like brick wall, like an ancient, awesome. like, like, English castle. Mm -hmm. In front of the castle is a tap system and a bar. This is a comic book store that has a bar inside. Brilliant. They serve okay. Oktoberfest from the world's first brewery. Not America's first brewery, the, the world's, world's first, first brewery. When you look at the bottle, it says, the date on it says 1030. Damn! Oh, man, the year awesome. the that's year the beer. Opened was 1030. Was when, and it, they were the coolest. Him and his wife. We sat there, we talked about comics for three hours. I drank all these great, his Oktoberfest, he, all of his beers he has imported from different countries and states to fit his exact flavor profile. Wow. So they, bless you darling. You're, you're good, man. They invited us out there. Um, it is an hour and 15 minute drive. So okay. we'll have to do it on a day when we yeah. have off. Yeah. We can go out there. But he invited Definitely. us out there. We're going to sit at his bar. We're going to do a two, three hour podcast. We're going to talk about comic books. And oh, here. I'm down for that. I'm so down, down for that. that. And I'm hoping that we can do the five minute professor on that day because that'd, that'd be, be great. great. Comic books. But we'll, this is and all. And give him like a heads up. So he can oh yeah, them. most yeah. definitely. Yeah. So <clears throat> since now we're done with, uh, we're not done just quite yet. Mandy, where can everybody find you? And, uh, yeah, do you have a special what, event coming up? Gingers. Where can yeah, we see so you? as always, Facebook, Instagram, at Gingers Baking Co. Um, check out everything. I try to post regularly, although I took a little hiatus off the old social media this past weekend. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot going on this week. Next week on Friday, Orlando Brewing is hosting, like they do every month, a Yoga Under the Stars. We'll be out there slinging sweets. You get a free beer with your yoga ticket. And you come out there, you visit us, and you have a little bite to eat. They usually have food trucks. You do your yoga. You feel calm, <coughs> centered. You eat. You feel great. And where is what this else? at? Orlando, Orlando Brewing. Atlanta <coughs> Ave in the Soto District, right off of I-4 and Cayley. About what time should we show up for good seats? Um, <laughs> so Yoga Under the Stars, I believe, begins at 7.30. We typically get out there between 6.30 and 7.00. And then you spend the night out there. 
Wonderful. That is an absolute blast. And I think Remy's Roundtable might do a mini bonus episode if out there. If we can get out there, we're going to, if it'll be mm -hmm. one of these weeks. We yeah. have to set it up so we, will. we can all get out there. We have to go accordingly because some of us work night jobs, but we yeah. can make that happen. It's all good. All right, man. All right, guys. So before we jump into your, uh, your news topics, it's time for our co-host to do... You got beef with Joey. Joey, take it, take it away, man. All right, so here's the problem. This is the thing. This is what's frustrating. So, the theme parks, right? Yep. As Orlando locals, the theme parks are in our blood. It's part of our heritage. Mm -hmm. it's, it's what we do. So, I'm a big fan of what Universal did where because they wanted to get people back to the parks. If you're a, if you're a Florida resident, you, you have up till September 30th. If you buy a one-day ticket, it turns into an annual pass. Mm -hmm. Which is great. Until the end of this year, I should say. So you basically, Phenomenal. you buy a day, you get three months for yep. or four months. Perfect. Exactly. The problem is, we're still social distancing. Yeah. So if these parks each hold about 32,000 people, they're only allowing each of these parks to have about 8,000 people. So every day this weekend, they were closed to capacity by 11 a.m. Yeah. That Volcano Bay. So my beef isn't with Universal. They're just a corporation yeah, trying to yeah, make that yeah, money. Yeah. My beef is with everybody not from Florida. <laughs> Thank here's, you. Here's the deal. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. I'm just mad at you. Because what happens is, I know it doesn't make sense for that. It makes no sense whatsoever, man. <laughs> so what happens is, we got the parks now. All right, y'all are quarantined. New York, you know what I'm talking about. New Jersey, shut your mouth. This is what's up. <laughs> they told you, you're quarantined. Stay Don't home. Come. The world's going to get normal again in 2021. <clears throat> For the next four months or so. Five. Five. I'm going to have five. I know. For the next unforeseeable amount of whatever this is. There you go. Stay home. New Jersey, you got Atlantic City. Go spend some money. New York, you have whatever happens in Times Square when it's not New Year's. Go do that. California, I don't know what you're doing. You know, nobody's open in California. You're wasting my well? time. Seattle, you got the fish market. <laughs> Texas, you're cool. Um, it's Everything is so awesome. Just stick around. Quit with all the out-of-state plates. Yep. Stay home. Because if you stay home, you're good. But if you come to my state and you congest my highways and you cause me to get five-hour drive to get three miles, you got beef with Joey, and there's your problem. Thank you so much, Joey. All right, guys, it's time to jump into our topics. Now, how often do you guys go to the store and buy uh, frozen pizza? Never. The Never, only, okay. The, the only time I buy frozen pizza is Quest puts out these protein pizzas okay. where there are less than six grams of carbs for the entire pizza and 37 or 27 grams where of protein. Where are these? Yeah, Target. 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 Really Target. So, I have, so I have a list. <laughs> I have a list, and I want you guys to say yay or nay to. Similar, right. similar like we did to, with the tequila, the uh, tequilas. So here we go. California pizza, California pizza K kitchen. K P K C P K. Thin crust, yay or nay? No. 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 All right. How about table eighty-seven coal margarita pizza? Never had it. Margarita pizza is such it's a good. generic. Yeah. Is it is it okay though? Is it, I've never heard is, of that. Is, is it a yay or a nay? No, I would. I margarita pizzas are good. Like margarita pizza is just a bougie way for white people to make regular pizza. Okay. True. All right. How about, technically, it was the first pizza. All right. So th these are the brands. So American flatbread. No, yay or nay? No. There's flatbread is not pizza. That's true. Flatbread yeah. is not pizza. Flatbread is a cracker with sauce and cheese. All right. Thank you. If you're gonna make a pizza, New make York a pizza. Dish, give me that Sicilian, a Sicilian pizza. It should be at least eight inches thick. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> With a little bit of sauce and cheese. There you go. Uh, how about uh, Newman's Own? 
No. You know what? I'm not going to say nothing bad about Newman because that guy yeah, did a lot for charity. Yeah, not Dale Newman right. did a lot for charity. Everything he does. I eat it even if it's garbage. Yeah, it could taste. You're right. It could taste like garbage, and I'd be like, this guy saved a bunch of kids' lives. Right, I'd pay for it. Yeah. Okay, so this is a cool brand. Screaming Sicilian Holy Pepperoni. Dude, I just saw that. It's good. Yeah, the cover's got the dude with the big yes. mouth, and that's where you can see. Yeah, uh, that stuff is good. I always want to buy it because of the packaging. It's always there, right? Good uh, Freschetta. Eh, no. Uh, nah, I don't like nah, no, because okay. I don't really like Brisketta, because it gives me the Rhea, so... No. <laughs> <laughs> I was a lot like the flatbread. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Outsiders, Milwaukee. Never had it. See, Milwaukee's where all the Polish people Polish people, yeah. So, I mean, uh, if that the pizza be... comes with eight pierogies on top of it, yeah. it might be good. <laughs> Alright, si Signature Select. Never heard of it. No. DiGiorno. Because mm, I have to make my okay. own pizza. DiGiorno. Pizza. It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. It's DiGiorno. It is not delivery, it's the bullshit. <laughs> the bullshit. <laughs> uh, Pizza Romana. Based, based on the Romana Tomatoes brand. I might try it. I'll try it, yeah. Why the hell not? Table five. Uh, the first four screwed. Yes. And finally, Home Run and Pizza. <clears throat> home okay. Run in. So you're taking a hotel and yep. baseball. Two things I really could care less about and you're putting it on a pizza. I'm... I'm good. Keep going. All right. So, SeaWorld Orlando furloughed employee concern uh, after seeing similar jobs online. They, so, when they got furloughed, they saw their 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 uh, their jobs right on the SeaWorld's career web website. Okay. So, the reason why they do that is because, um, well, time to new time to hire new people. No, 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 no. Disney does this. Um, what happens is, Disney's actors are all equity union. <clears throat> yeah. To be in the actors' equity union. You have to work so much. What you don't understand is to employ Actors Equity Union, mm -hmm. you have, there are rules. You have to have a safe work environment. You have to do. There's always the one rule: you have to offer an audition yep. once right. a month, yep. even if you're not hiring. So what Disney would do is, even if they're not hiring, they would say, "Here's what we're looking for this month." and they would have 500 kids show up, and 500 people are all auditioning for, they need a Hercules, a Megara, and a Hades. And they would, people would come in and be like, I'm here to dance audition. No problem, dance. Wow, you're the most amazing dancer I've ever seen in my life. We'll call you if we need you. And it's like, but you're not gonna use them. Yeah, but we can't tell them exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. So that's why they did it. They probably put those jobs up because to keep their union card, they have to offer all jobs. They're However, not gonna- to piggyback on that piece, is what a bummer it would have been to be watching the news on Sunday morning to find out that SeaWorld's doing another round of gigantic layoffs. Exactly. Yeah. And even worse, then you find out you go online and they're doing job hiring. It's like, this right. doesn't make sense. So yeah. I want to bring this topic up. Now, most of us in this group, we, we have all seen The Karate Kid. Yes. With, with Ralph DiMaggio. Now, did you guys see... Ralph now, DiMaggio? Ralph. Ralph DiMaggio. Is that his last name? Yeah, DiMaggio, yeah. So here's my question. Have you guys seen Cobra Kai? No. No. It's in my Netflix. Joey, have you seen it yet? It's in my Netflix queue. Have you seen it yet? No, I don't want to. Ralph, Ralph Macchio. 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 Not Macchio. the Macchio. Well, apparently there's I've a guy that plays baseball in that. Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph Macchio. So I was yeah. watching yeah. it. I, I finished Ralph it Macchio. this past weekend, and I gotta say, it's brilliant. It's good. Yeah, everybody it's pretty good. loves it. It's not that bad. Uh, so let's go off on a little side note. Yeah. What on what good on Netflix? Lucifer. Or... Yes. yes. I've not seen that. Have Lucifer is in September. September. Umbrella, Umbrella Academy is in my top ten. Umbrella Academy is good too. That's a good well, one. What about the boys? Boys, boys is good too. The boys apparently is good. It is. But good. one of my favorite people is going to be on the boys, Who? and that would be the guy from Supernatural. Yes, Jared. Oh, yeah. Jared. Yeah. yeah. But not Jared Padalecki. It's uh, Jensen. 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 Understand about the Umbrella Academy. 
is the dude from 30 Seconds to Mars wrote that. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, that was his baby. Oh, Here, yeah, that's the, the Umbrella Academy is brilliant. It's so well done, and it's in the same universe as, like, Kick-Ass and those comics. So it's... Oh, snap! So I always said the dream crossover would be if the Umbrella Academy ever meets Kick-Ass, we could see Jim Carrey in an episode of the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> that could work. So, but yeah, you better, dude, offer, no. you better offer him a lot of money though to be on. Uh, oh, dude, I the Umbrella Academy. Academy. No, the Umbrella Academy you'll love, but you gotta binge it hard because oh, yeah. it's taken. Watch both seasons already. Lucifer. There once you, you want, uh, Once you watch the first episode of Lucifer, you'll you want to watch house until you yep. Yeah, it's my favorite show ever. <laughs> so I got. It's coming in September for the oh, yeah. season. I can't wait. <laughs> so I guess so. We have some we news about. Season. We have some news about Animal Kingdom. So check this out. Oh, Disney has what? filed new permits for Animal Kingdom. But what does, what does that actually mean? What does that mean if if Animal Kingdom says, "Hey, we got permits to fill"? Okay, here's why. The the permit is going to be nearby Restorantosaurus and Disney and uh, and Dino Land over by Animal Kingdom. Oh yeah, they're scrubbing all Dino Land. Scrubbing all that out because so what else to it? They used to have Hester and Lester's Dino Rama. I tell these to all my family. Yep. Hester and Lester's Dino Rama is Disney making fun of Fun Spot. That that's true. Which is why there's a a generic black road mm -hmm. that runs through the middle of the park. On one side of the park is Disney, on the other side of the park is, is. Dino-Rama. Yep. That road is supposed to be 192. Really? Oh. Yeah, that's Disney making fun of all of the, it's huge, all those type of spots, <laughs> Old Town. All yeah. of those generic parks that open, Disney's making fun of them. The problem is, that was in 1997. Seven. Yep. 20, almost four years later, they're like, those jokes aren't funny anymore. We need to get rid of them. So they're getting rid of, they're going to completely yep. level dinosaur land and they're going to turn that into something completely different. And they've added a, uh, an additional permit for uh, Yak and Yeti. Really? Yes, yeah, so, so they bought the Anola. Yak and Yeti's the best restaurant it in is. the park. I'm not even pretending. A new experience will be happening over at the Gaylord Palms Resort oh, and no, it's not ice. Oh. Are they so, doing away with ice? The what? Are they doing away with ice? I heard that COVID ice? lives on yeah. ice and it can. You so the well, there's thing. also the fact that they like everybody oh, right wearing a jacket. So this event is gonna put you right in your favorite Christmas movies. So you got Elf, Christmas Story, uh, uh, White White Christmas. I mean, what what else? What else can we think of? Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> so this this will be all happening on November 13th through January 3rd of next year. What is it? That's the name. It's called Christmas Movies. That's the name. Oh, are you kidding yeah. me? Are we phoning it in like like billionaires at this point? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Who wants to watch Elf from the comfort of their own? Let's do it. Like the jib jab. Yeah. I yeah. Jib jab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daytona You're Beach exactly Pier. Right. <laughs> Daytona Beach Pier has reopened for our fishing guests. So during the COVID, they had a they had <laughs> a close they had to close fish. off. That entire I'm not boardwalk. Just not Daytona. Yeah. <laughs> so you ever caught a fish where it's a Confederate hat? <laughs> and Daytona. And Daytona, I have. So, so they had to cut off like the entire boardwalk for during COVID. Hmm. But now they're reopening the uh, the pier. Uh, I caught a marlin in Daytona. It was wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> I got some, I got some news, man. What do you got? So you know, the, on the previous episode, we were talking about rock and roller coaster Aerosmith. Yeah. About the uh, a certain hand signal. Yeah. Guess what's going on the mummy? Oh, remember, the thumb. remember doing this? Yes. Some Karen, some Karen said something. That's my home. That is my home. They cannot get rid of the you, thumbs you, down. Yeah, mm -hmm. oh And we all go. Ooh. Some Karen was like, at my kid's school, they do that whenever you have COVID. So like, I'm offended. So it's like you. Yeah. I do thumbs up or thumbs down in my classroom if they understand or they don't understand. 
Right. And well, so, what people don't understand is quit being a Karen. Right. So with so <laughs> with that being said, they're doing the same. They did the same thing back at the day at Rock and Roll Coast Aerosmith. Yeah. But this was a true. They took away the shocker. Yeah. Yes. Oh, but we can't say it. <laughs> so. But we have to call it the naughty finger test. Naughty finger test. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what... Your that's, wife won't do it, but your girlfriend will. Oh! Hey, oh. oh. <laughs> I think I will have that <laughs> so here's what I, here, So, here's what I was saying. That thumbs down meant a lot to us back at Universal. When I was working for The Mummy, I worked at The Mummy, Jimmy Neutron. Then I, worked, I did a couple of shifts for... Uh, Twist, Twister, a couple of shifts. Twister, such a joke. Yes, it was. F Twister. But, great AC, though. Hi, my name's Bill Paxton. Some people call the tornado the finger of God. In case you forgot, I'm Bill Paxton. So, I've talked to, <laughs> so I've talked to a couple of uh, employees who I used to work with about turning down turning down the thumb, about, about the thumb being about the thumb being down, and they're like, it, it hurt us. It hurt us so bad that we got, they, we got rid of it. It's funny that they take those little things. They do. People. It's such a... Oh, whatever. All right, guys, on. who's ready to go to Disney? Mm, I'm getting there. Okay, Disney World Vacation Package offers <laughs> discounts through Christmas. This new package is available that allows guests to save up $500 on their vacation. Of the $5,000 they normally have to spend. Yeah. The, really not that much of a discount. The magic is here. This is what they're this is what they're calling it. Uh, vaca- vacation package is a four night is a four night four four day package that is valid for most nights from September fourth through December twenty fifth. I love that everybody's discounting September twenty fifth. Universal is yeah. the same day. Your annual pass ends September twenty fifth. It's so funny. Anyway, keep going. The Mandalorian is back for season two. Finally, we're gonna get to see Bell time! The Mandalorian is back, and it'll be back on. It will be back on October 30th, so a day before Halloween. Damn it! I gotta wait till that long. Why you guys treat Boba Fett like he's a badass? He's a rocket pack. Yeah, so did the Rocketeer. (laughs) Okay, so I pulled this article on CNN. It's about the uh, the the SATs and the and the ACTs. Oh, move on to something not talking about smarts. All right, fine. I love you. Move on to something all right. fun. I see Christopher Lloyd. What do you got? Oh, here we go. So we all, we've all watched Back to the Future, right? I'll do it soon. Okay, so all of the three of you guys, when I say three, I mean Jen, Mandy, and Joey. Aren't you guys? Joey, settle into the laptop, man. <laughs> no, I'm trying to read what you're looking at. Uh-huh. Go ahead. So I want you guys guess how much, how much these actors are worth this day. Okay. Michael J. Fox, how much do you think he's worth right now? Fifty well, million. Oh, Joey. I'm, th- I'm thinking we got the Family Ties money, the Back to the Future money, the Spin City money. It's charities. Yep. Yep. I don't think he's at that. <clears throat> I, I want to say a hundred million, but I don't think he's there yet. Eighty million. Jen. Um, how much do you think Michael J. Fox I is was worth? Really gonna go low, but I guess I'm gonna say sixty million. He is worth sixty-five million dollars. I mean, it makes sense. I just, I would I mean, He's I would, been I would. On TV a long time. I'm trying to yeah. think if he got any back-end money from Back to the Future. Like, did he have the chance yeah. yet? Be- no, because they didn't do back-end back then. Really? No, they didn't start doing that until probably. Top Gun. That's yeah. right. Top Gun was the first one. Yep. I remember that. That's right. Uh, how about uh, Doc? Doc Emmett Brown. Oh, Christopher, dude. Christopher. Christopher Lloyd. See, but that was one of his first movies. Christopher Lloyd wouldn't be worth. It wasn't one of his first movies because he did Clue before that, and he was doing Taxi before that. And I'm he, sorry, he was not the first Taxi. That's right. And let's, and let's not forget, he, and let's not forget, he was in the Great Page Master. 
I don't even remember that movie. The little anime, the little anime movie with the Macaulay Culkin? No. I'm gonna say 30. Yeah. Michael J. Foxworth. Michael J. Fox is 65 million dollars. I'll say 32.5 million. All right. Credit. Mandy, how much you say he's worth? I said 30. Jen. 32. He is worth forty million dollars. Oh, yeah, he's worth. All right. all right, the mom, Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson, my buddy Rob hangs out with her. She actually has, she owns a consignment shop in Hollywood where she co really? she co-signs very totally expensive high-end stuff. Yeah, Rob works with. She's the coolest person. Rob hangs out with her all the time. He Wait, do, we, do, I, do I know Rob? Rob White? DJ no, Rob? wrong, wrong Rob. Oh no, not that Rob. That Rob. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, I'll we'll talk about him later on. I'm gonna say that she's worth today. How much today? Twenty-two million. Okay, Joey. I was gonna nothing against her. I just I unfortunately don't know what else she's done. She did so, a TV show. Yeah. Um, where she played like she an did. author. So I'm just gonna put horrible. her. I'm gonna put her down at like. And I, I'm not trying. This isn't a slight. I just don't know her well enough. I'm gonna say like three million. Jen. Twenty-eight million. Fourteen million dollars. Okay. okay. Not bad. Uh, how about Biff? Thomas Wilson. Biff is still a touring comedian where he talks about his time on Back to the Future. That's his entire set list. Is he talks really? about Back to the Future? Well, that's and he good. He sings a song called "Yes, I've Met Michael J. Fox." <laughs> or "Yes, Michael J. Fox is Nice." Wow. All right. How much? How much is Biff? So knowing that, and that he's a touring comedian, I'm gonna go nine million. Nine million. I was gonna say I was gonna say less than Leah Thompson. So if she was fourteen, I'm gonna say Joey seven, half as much. Jen. Ten. He is worth four million dollars. Still not bad. All right, and finally the dad. Mmm. The oh, dad, Crispin, dude, Crispin Glover. He's a famous character actor, though. He was in Alice in Wonderland, the mm -hmm. Disney movie. Not only that, he was on all of the um, the um, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh yes, yeah. Yep. Revenge of the Nerds. Mm -hmm. He was one of the leads in Revenge of the Nerds, I believe. He wasn't the. <laughs> he wasn't. Not him. No, no, not him. Um, Are you sure he was in Revenge? Is of the he worth less than Leah? I'm gonna say no. He's worth. I'm gonna go ten million. I'm gonna ten. go ten. I'm Joey, gonna go, I'm gonna go seven. Jen, how much? Three. Three point five million dollars. Really? Yeah, three point five. So. Okay, well, I'd retire off at three and a half. So. I the way I see it is, I think that maybe he was just he was never the main character. Mm -hmm. He's like the guy that's the that they always joke about the ultimate cameo guy that they say yes. he's from um, um, Groundhog Day, the guy who he's like Phil Ned. And he's smashing a Ned Ryerson, that guy, he's like a famous character actor. He's the bit actor in every movie where he gets that one oh, wow. good line, and people are like, I remember him. <laughs> All right, so I got a list of... Now, we were talking. We talked about tequila a lot on this podcast. I don't know why, but I love tequila. Probably because you love tequila. I know! But here's here's what I'm talking about. We're talking about I, got, I pulled this up from Forbes, from Forbes magazine of the world's most popular popular tequilas. So I had the I had the uh, the world's most popular tequilas, and I want you guys to guess on these prices between between what and what. So let's go with number five, Sauza, Sauza tequila. Oh Salsa, Salsa, Salsa. That's not expensive. What version yeah, of it? Yeah, it's a cheap one. No, it's like what, how much it is like all together. Wait, like what, for, what for the whole brand. So I want you to is guess. Is that the one that I broke? Yep, that's the one I actually did broke. Oh, it's like twenty-five bucks. Nope, not twenty-five dollars. How much, Joey? Which version? There's a Reposado, there's an Anejo, there's, I mean, there's like a... Reposado's the one that I Yeah, Reposado was full bloody. Probably like 30 So, bucks. from their uh, Reposado to the lower <clears throat> bottle, how much? Oh, the range. The range, oh, the range, so yeah. Like, let me say 20 to 40. Okay, yeah. 20 to 40. 20 to 40. 20, and how much? Uh, well, I know the Reposado was like 25 bucks. So, so this bottle like... is between eight, 18 to 36 dollars. Pretty close. Huh. That's not bad. How much, uh, how much is Don Julio's worth, is worth? Don Julio. You know what? 
what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pump the brakes on this segment. Go ahead. Because this is very obscure. I appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. your enthusiasm. Well, all right, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna let's just say tequila is good. Let's is. Uh, let's move on to the next segment. X Bacardi, CE- X Bacardi CEO launches Magenta Tequila. This bottle is only gonna cost you fifty bucks. All right. So yeah, the X the X Bacardi CEO he came with the tequila. Good for him. I bet. Something to do his downtime when he's not. That's right. Floating the chicks and eating tacos. Hey, whatever works. Yeah. Elon Musk is now richer than Mark Zuckerberg. He's the richest man who ever he lived is. ever in the history of ever. Yep. Two hundred billion dollars. After, right? yep, after Tesla's ingested for inflation. All because after his uh, Tesla stock split. So, yeah. yep. All, but it's even more than Bezos. Yeah, pretty much. All Wait. 120. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No. Bezos is the $200 billion. Thank you. Yep. Yes. Yeah, Jeff but Bezos is the richest man in the world. He still like that because he and his wife got divorced. So yeah, that's true. Before his divorce, he was worth almost half a trillion. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Right. Yeah, his. his th- this is literally. The job of being Jeff Bezos' ex-wife made her the fifth richest person in the world. Yep. Yes. Literally, she married well, and because of it, she's the fifth richest person in the world. But you know what? God bless her, because she was with him when before. he was yeah. everything. Shoot, I'd have been with him. <laughs> so we got how gay are you on a scale of one to Bezos? I'm Bezos. <laughs> All right, so we got some, we got some uh, news for our gamers out there. All 121 Star Wars characters has been confirmed for the brand new Lego Star Wars video, video game called Skywalker Saga. I'll be real with you. Have you ever played one of those Lego games? It's yeah. fun. They are it is adorable so fun. and addictive. Because if, it's, <laughs> really? if, you like, uh-huh. if you like Pokemon, it's it's fun. Nice. you'll like that. It's, uh-huh. it's not so much the fighting. It's fun. It's the collecting. That makes, yeah. It's the, oh, there's 121 okay, different characters. I need to get all of them. And it's like it just it, it engulfs your life. Yeah. So you gotta be careful. <laughs> but the cool thing about it, like the, the you remember the, fir- the very first Lego Star Wars video game? Um, it was uh, Lego Star Wars was good, but I'm talking it goes. The first one was I think Lego Indiana Jones. No, no. Well, that yeah, but I'm talking about the Star the Star Wars one. The Star Wars so one was brilliant. the one I played was A New Hope, and that that little fight scene where Luke has to blow up the Death Star. You see this death, this shot. That that's what goes all they in did, bricks. If, if you want a good show to watch, have you have you watched Lego Masters? That's a good show. I have not. I always miss it, but I always am interested. Lego Masters. I just like seeing things being. Built. It's so cool. The Lego Lego Masters because it's got Will Arnett hosting, and he was yes. the voice of Lego Batman. Yeah. Bojack Horseman. And he, dude, Bojack Horseman, one of the ten greatest cartoons in yep. ever. Yep. <laughs> but when he's up there, he's like, he does the whole thing. He's the with. All right, kids, I'll build like, me this. No, no, he's all right, everybody. So here's the deal. I need you to build a roller coaster. You got five minutes. Go, go, go. And what I, <laughs> if you go on your iPhone and you, 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 there was a, when the Batman Lego movie came out, you go, okay, pewter. And your phone goes, and it goes, um, oh, I'm sorry. You go and you, you have to, you have to, if you go to the Google assist, you say, okay, pewter. It would come up and say, hello, master. Your, your lobster thermidor is in the microwave. There were, whoa. There were 10 different quotes from the Batman Lego movie that it says. That's if, really and it's okay, super computer. cute. You, okay, pewter. And it goes, yes, sir. Robin will be home shortly. And it's, it's very clever. Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure is to close on select weekdays due to low attendance. Yeah, dude, my buddies all work. Uh, so yeah. here, here's, this is from the inside. I won't say who I won't even give you a gender. I'm not going to say who said anything to yeah, yeah, yeah. What I can tell you is that Universal Studios, at any given point, has 90 tour guides on staff. Those are those high-end guys in the tan shirts. Why do they have that many you... employees? The Why? During when it was busy, they yeah, needed yeah. that. These are the people that will either take you on group tours, single tours. 
90 tour guides at any given point. They have 90 tour guides they can call. After the furlough, 15 were invited back. Ow. Damn. Any given day of the week, zero to two of them are on tour. What that tells us is that 2% of their staff, I'm sorry, zero to 2% of their tour guides are working currently. Wow. That's terrible. That's terrible. That's life. Luma on Park Avenue has permanently closed. Mm -hmm. It was a great great restaurant too. I read it where they were just moving. They're relocating, they're not closed. Really, they're They're relocating? Where? Just leaving Park Ave and they're moving somewhere else. They're going somewhere else. But where though? Like Pine Hills. Joey, no, man. I, I hear Pine Hills that is inexpensive. Is pretty yeah, you can get you can get a seven bedroom, five bathroom house for thirteen dollars. That's true. Room. All right, Joey, I got some questions to ask you since you're the one in our in our uh, in our group who actually has been to Disneyland. I love Disneyland so much. All right, you ready? Question number one: You kicked off your flip flops off of Soren. Yes or no? Have you done that? No, no, I don't know. What do I look like? I mean, I'm white trash, but I'm not like gross white I'm trash. I'm saying, have you? These are rules. I'm not Daytona Beach white rules. trash. I'm not gonna wear sandals to a theme park unless I want my feet to be erect. Okay, these are rules that you have broken, True. broken at Disneyland. So here we go. So one, you said no, which is kick off your flip flops on Soren. So no. Oh, All right. Gosh, no. Number two, you dress like a Taurus. Only to fit in with my families. Okay. Uh, number three, not prepared for the heat. Every GD day. There we go. Number four, not plan your trip. <laughs> Every GD day. Okay, number five. Uh, yeah, not plan mine. Yeah, keep going. Number five, ask a Disney character about themselves. Every time. Every time I ask them. Joey, come on. Uh, You're breaking these rules, man. Yeah, but they tell you where they're from on their tag. So that no, no, no. He's saying ask like, like I had a conversation Tiana. with like Tiana, yeah. Belle, like, oh, Cinderella, so Robin Hood, Cruella. It almost, it almost made. Oh, you mean where they're in real life? Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no, no okay, no. good. Thank you. Don't you. Ask friends of Tiana and friends of Belle what where they're from. There you Never go. Thought. I thought Thank you. Because like I had a really cool moment where Robin Hood was there, and I walked up there. I was 35 years old. And I walked up, I'm like, Robin Hood. And he was like, no, no, no. And he was smiling. And I was like, I don't know if you know this. I met you back in 1988. I was six years old. And we talked about Prince John. And he puts his thumb in his mouth. And I'm like, yeah, we were saying Prince John's thumb. That's right. You remember me. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, of course he didn't remember me. That, that, I cried. I was beautiful. Oh. I was like, that dude remembered me. All right, here's the last one. Waited in line for a Dole Whip on the wrong side. <laughs> I hate when people do that. Eh? Eh? No, I use mobile order for Dole Whip. There you go. Mm. <laughs> A bag. Now we just talked about Back to the Future earlier. The okay, so here's here's wrong people side. People don't realize that they, they go over for the drinks. Oh no! I mean, technically yep. Disney made it right now, and you can get it anywhere. Anywhere but for a long time. Yep. There was Dole Whip here, and then if you went to the wrong kiosk, it was the Orange Bird area. Yeah. And people are like, "This is where I want my Dole Whip. I got my Dole Whip here last time. And this is where I want it." And they're like, "Well, they moved it. Why would they move it? I need a manager. My name's Karen." Like, give <laughs> it, Karen. Every time. So we just talked about Back to the Future. A Back to the Future theme bar has opened in Texas. Which will be shut down shortly due to infringements of copyright. There you go. The name of, the name of this bar is called McFly's Pub. It looks really cool online. It does. So did the Stranger Things bar that opened three weeks after, or close three weeks after it opened, because they were like, yeah, this is a cease and desist letter. IAPA Expo has been canceled this yep. year. That's all right. That just gives us time to save yep. money for next time. I know. I, exa- I want, really want to go. New Trader Sam's... Uh, Grog Grotto just unleashed a brand new tiki mug. Oh, and Trader Sam's. And I have it, and Trader I have Sam's it right cool. here. Trader Sam's, so what they did is Disney really branded hard the... They, they took the Jungle Cruise and they made it like a thing. So the Jungle Cruise 
is what it is. Oh, Trader Sam's. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's is at the end of the Jungle Cruise. This is Trader Sam. Blah, 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 blah. Pun. Blah, blah, blah. Joke. Blah, blah, blah. LOL. Shut up, Mom. And so... They, they took it a step further. So now there's a Jungle Skipper's Canteen. Trader Sam's has a restaurant. The Rock is going to star in the Jungle Skipper movie. Mm -hmm. uh, so so I got a picture of the mug. Check it out. It's funny. I yeah, actually ha funny. I have a plastic version of that that they did the first gen version. Yeah, that's pretty. I, I kind of want to get it when I go to Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's is okay, but it's a little too campy for me. How's it too campy? It's Disney. Yeah. yeah it's, it's campy in the same way that Batman was. No, 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 no. Ha ha. Pam. Bow. Whack. Boom. You, like, I loved it, but it was like, it's a little too campy for me. University of Florida will allow fans at their home games and the swamp. Thank God they don't have fans in the swamp. I thought it was the Bounce House. Hold on. Okay. No, Bounce but, House is UCF. That's UCF. Oh, okay. we're, talking about the, we're talking about the swamp, the largest stadium in college history. Oh, wait. This is college? Not this is Gainesville, yeah. No. Gators. Because the largest one is University of Michigan. Michigan, then Gators, and then... They get over 100,000 spectators in there. Right. Wow. But here's the thing. So there are a lot of fans back, in, back in the... It is hard, especially in Michigan. So so they're allowing fans back yeah. into the uh, in the swamp. No tailgating's allowed this this season. Right. You cannot tailgate right. Sure. at all. Sure. Tailgate Guess what? off campus. Yeah, I guarantee right. if I show up there Surely. with a case of beer and some hamburgers, guess what I'm going to do? But during the tailgating, I'm eating. <laughs> during the home games, the University of Florida will allow will only be allowing 20% of its of its capacity. Yeah. yeah. That's and, gonna be a problem. Wow. And the, and the total, so equivalent, the total will be seventeen thousand fans. Angry rednecks. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Let me tell you. Who are they gonna let in? Are they gonna let in students? Are they gonna let in alum who pays? For it's, just, it's, it's just, it's just seventeen thousand people. It'll go alumni, parents of students. Yep. Students. People who spend money. Students. People who spend so much money they get bumped ahead of parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, there's yeah. a hierarchy there. Yeah. Velocity coaster is finally completed at. Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. Really? Yep. Like open to the public completed? Not yet. Not okay. Okay. No, Hold on a second. They, they uh, put the last piece on the track and it is done. It looks cool. <laughs> I saw the I saw the run through of it. That's really, it looks really cool. Cast Connection, Cast Connection at Walt Disney World will be reopening on September Thank 9th. Thank God. That's where I get all my cool stuff. <laughs> you have to be an employee or be with an employee to yeah. go there. I love that place. My friends that work at Disney are like, hey, I'm going to property control you down. I'm like, you bet your ass. Hell yeah, I am. I'll, I'll drive. Let's go. SeaWorld uh, sea Orlando will be offering Florida teachers free admission for this year they do that anyway. and for yeah. next they year. They do it every year. Yeah. This free admission All will... I have to do is bring my pace. Pretty see, much, yeah. SeaWorld Orlando yeah. will be offering free oxygen to everybody who breathes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much too. Yeah. All right, here we go. Taco Bell once again got rid of Dude. more items. They off got, of their menu. Taco Bell might as well just be hard shell taco, yeah. soft shell taco, and freezes. Oh, and the and the the Chocos Locos and the Choco Taco. It's just so funny. They got rid of everything that requires work. They're like, look, we got a bunch of millennials at work here. They don't want to do anything. Yep. So, so the Mexican pizza. Tell your taco pizza to piss off. Yeah, that thing. Mexican pizza, shredded chicken taco, chicken burrito, shredded chicken quesadilla. Wait, so are they gonna have chicken on the menu anymore? Pico de ga Pico de Gallo. It's too expensive. Pico de Gallo. Chicken chipotle melt, dragon fruit freeze, gr the green sauce, and the queso lupa. The queso lupa. Bobby, did you listen to me? Do you want the green sauce? You want oh, to come around back? You're going to still have the, the chalupa. The what? The beef chalupa. chalupa. Yeah, yeah, that. Uh, we have a, here's something cool, here's something Halloween-ish is going to be happening in downtown Orlando. Dude, skip it. It's, skip it. it's called the Vampire Ball. Please skip no. it. 
Moving no. on. No. <laughs> no. No. Moving on. All right. If I was 23. Oh, wow. I'd do it. 23. This is new. 23. Get out of here. Okay. So. Not Joey, one of your idols. In the comic book world, as of right now, Robert Downey Jr. has confirmed that he's done with Marvel. He's done. He announces he announces on Smartless Podcast, hosted by Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. Yeah, he, he announced on their podcast. It Robert Downey Jr. is the smartest acting businessman who ever lived because what he did is the Hulk movie came out and it tanked. Yep. And he went to Marvel and they they had a thing and he said we're going to make this. He pulled a Tom Cruise. He goes, we're going to make this Iron Man movie. I look exactly like Tony Stark. We're going we're gonna to do this. Here's the deal. It's going to cost us a crap load of money. $100 million to make this movie. I was going to charge you like $20 million just to put me in the thing. Huh. Because I have to be a functioning alcoholic. Something I want to get away from. Here's what we're going to do. You're only going to pay me like $5 million. Boo-hoo. But... Anything Iron Man is in from now until eternity, if I'm Iron Man, I get 50% of the back end, making him one of the richest actors yeah. in the world. He is a genius. Because Disney said, well, maybe this movie makes a million, million dollars and give him You know, cool. So we're going to pay him 20. It's an extra 15. If the movie makes $50 million, we give him 25 You know, It's only going to make like $40 million. We're going to come out ahead. The movie ends up making like a billion, billion dollars. And he's like, I don't have to do anything anymore. And then he went on to make like 30 more of them. Right. So remember, and it is brilliant. So remember, remember we were talking about earlier about the... Uh, Remember talking about earlier about the Polynesian Resorts, why they're closing for a whole year? Yeah, they're turning them into a Moana hotel. No, they're, turning, they're, remod they're just remodeling rooms for Moana. That, that, that inspired, yeah, yes, but uh, yeah, so I don't know why, but man, the golden. Can I say you're welcome. The Golden Girls House has been put <laughs> on the market. I want that house. <laughs> now, Joy, you're you're in the real estate, so here I want you to hear me out on this one. Their house is located in Miami, Florida, and since our very own Joy Mazan mm -hmm. knows a lot about real estate. Well, just the fact that it's in Miami means it's over a million dollars. Yeah. How much, like, do you, how much do you think this house is worth on the market? How big is it? It is a 2,900 square foot four bedroom. Where's it located? Located in Miami. I mean, where? Oh, like South Beach or downtown? Oh, or just, it just says located in Miami, Florida. So, that, that's, yeah. See, that's different. That's like in Orlando. It's like, right. where are you from? I have a house in Pine Hills that's worth you know $5,000. Okay, but if I stick it in Windermere, it's a $3 billion motel. So... I mean, it's it's too big of a number. I guarantee it's over a million dollars, though. Three million dollars. Yeah, okay. it's not bad. So it's not in South Beach. It's not somewhere sexy, but it's still cool. According to gaming to a gaming website, if you want to buy the new Xbox system, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg for six hundred dollars. It's actually not that bad. It's a freaking trash can. It's about the size of it's a laptop. If you if you do the uh, adjust for inflation, in the 1980s, Nintendos were a hundred dollars, right. hundred twenty dollars. Right. That's like uh, it's like almost a thousand dollars by today's money. So guys, we we have to wrap everything up. This has been a phenomenal, phenomenal podcast today. Uh, we like to thank the Fine Man Professor giving our lecture on gelato, which is now, now I want to go buy some damn gelato now. Oh, we will. Oh, we will. Yeah. Give me some gelato time. Mm -hmm. And we also uh, give out a huge shout out to the one and only Mr. Ryan Ryan Toby from Sister Act. Dude. Sister Act Two. Take your whoopie pie. Put gelato in between two oh. pieces. Oh. You'd have to, you'd have to eat them on the spot. Yeah, you'd have to. 
And we also like to, and we also thank the, the crew over at the Crooked Can Brewing Company in beautiful Winter Garden, Florida, for giving us Beer Week, uh, Beer School, which was awesome. Uh, and we also like to give a shout out to Miss Manny Wilcox for Ginger's Baking from Ginger's Baking Company. Thank you guys, as always. So. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a big giant thank you for there really you go. letting me be well, here. The truth is, we would let you come here and hang out with us anyway, but you bribe us with your delicious delight. Exactly. <laughs> so it's hard to say no to you. On the behalf of myself, my name is Remy, and always with me is my dangerous co-host, the Joy Mazant. Oh boy, I think we're going to Uber home, kids. <laughs> and, our, and our baking guru, Miss Mandy Wilcox. Until next time, guys. And my beautiful wife, Jen. Hello. It's great to see you guys. Hello! We're, well, we're I still, think, it, I still think it's great to see you guys. I'm like, who are you seeing? Who are you seeing? Huh? In your mind that you're Dear God, woman! I can picture all of the... All of the... <laughs> Oh her my beer gosh. hit her harder than it hit me. Never mind, I'm yep. gonna drive. <laughs> Guys, That's thank okay, I'm not driving home. Exactly. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. We will see everybody next week. Until then, have a great night.